Okay, we're live. Pancreation Philosophy episode 71. I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz. And this show is brought to you by listeners such as yourself. I feel like a part of public broadcasting. But anyway, <laughs> we got Amir. We got Austin Rice. Got Danny Nguyen. Got Jay White, even though he's homeless. Still giving me money. Thanks, Kong. Uh, here, I think you're out in Europe right now or something. Anyway, Franco, Kenji, Mikhail, and Nuri. Shout out to you guys. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Also, shout out to my homie Joel Ridzak giving me these microphones and mixer. And then shout out to my homie Floating Force giving me the lo-fi beats for the intro song. All right, enough of those shout outs. Now let's talk about my guest today. All around good person, allegedly. <laughs> Mike DeVore. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. And hopefully you listeners are doing well, or if not, who cares? We're getting <laughs> on with the show. All right. So, Mike. Yes. So I met you through comedy. Yes. So how'd you, how'd you start in comedy? I started in comedy uh, about five years ago. Okay. Uh, I was in the Navy at the time. Okay, so you're still in the Navy? I was still in the Navy. Okay. Hated it. <laughs> Hated it, like, where I was at, like, okay. like where, like in the Navy. And yeah. I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to try pursuing this. Okay. Fe- got on stage once, fell in love with it, and okay. never looked back. Nice. So, I guess, so how, what led you into, like, the Navy? Like, I almost got fired from Costco. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close to getting fired from Costco. Okay. Uh, this was back in 09 when the recession was yeah was going down. Yeah. And a couple of my buddies got fired from their jobs. Oh, shit. And they were having trouble finding finding a new job. Yeah. And me being on the brink of uh, unemployment. Yeah. I was just like, fuck it. Let me be proactive. And then my, a couple of my buddies at the time were in the Navy. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it seems like a good fit for me. So I, d- I joined. Okay. And and the and rest is history. <laughs> and it was a decision. Okay. It was so. well the thing yeah. was like the first few years of the Navy, okay. like it wasn't bad. I actually enjoyed it. I thought I was going to make it a career. Okay. Yeah, like uh it gave me purpose, it gave me drive, it gave me discipline. Mm-hmm. And then just like my last command, like it just felt like I went in and just was getting my dick punched every day. Oh shit. Like there was like a new task, there was always yeah. something new. Uh, leadership just sucked and I was just like I, I can't put up with this for 20 years so fortunately I found comedy and I was like what if I put my hard work and drive towards something I want to do okay and that's just been my mindset since nice all right so that was about five years ago but then okay how did you come up with or like what about comedy made you want to pursue it I grew up watching stand-up. Okay. Like, uh, I just grew up loving comedy. Okay. And then while I was in the Navy, a bunch of my buddies were like, oh, you should try it. You should try comedy. Yeah. And then, like, I found out that you can actually make a living off comedy. <laughs> but, like, uh, they didn't say how long it would take. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, hopefully I'll find out soon. Um, okay. But, like, I found out that you can, like, make a living or it's possible. And I was just like, let me take a chance. Let me go for it. Okay. So when when you were watching comedy, like what comedians do you do you remember? Like, uh, growing up, grow, yeah. Uh, my first uh, comic that I got into was Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Okay. Like I remember watching his yeah. Bigger and Blacker. Yeah. Like yeah. I just fell in love with it. Yes. Uh, and then then Dane Cook. Dane Cook. Okay. Like watched his Comedy Central presents a bunch of times. Yeah. And then like I kind of. Like, 
I, I watched comedy, but like I was kind of like not like a, I didn't follow up with stand up. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until like my first year of the Navy that I, I fell back in love with it. And like the first special I saw was Aziz and Saris. Okay. Yeah. So. so <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Have, have you seen his latest special? I saw the first like twenty minutes of it. It looks okay. good, but like uh, the people that I was watching it with were like, "Oh, let's watch something else." Oh. Okay. And I was just like, "All right, whatever." Yeah. Haters. I know, but no. But, well, hey, I think. I don't think he talks about in the first 20 minutes, but he talks about how his uh, first bits didn't age well, like the R. Kelly bits. Yeah, that's funny. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. Knows. Could you imagine? Like, could you imagine? Like, what if someone made? <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay. So he's on. Sorry. What was? It? Let's see. His first special was that when he's talking about like his cousin Harris. Yeah. And like yeah. TNT. So I just started mounting my offense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sending him vampire requests, whatever the fuck that is. Wait, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, I think he talks about Harrison that new special talk about how he's like Jack now because he's trying, he's trying not to be fat. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny how yeah. you get fat shamed and all of a sudden like your yeah. life just turns around. Like, yeah, not today. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, maybe so. I should get fat shamed, and then I was like, "All right, I'll turn it around." <laughs> Finally, I'll go like, go to the gym. Just enough, just enough negative energy. Yeah, just gonna was, force you into it. All right, nice, good old fat shaming. Okay, so Zizan, sorry, and then and then you did your first stand up. So what was the where was it at, or where was this? This was yeah. I was still in San Diego. Okay, this was at the Madhouse Comedy Club, which okay. eventually became my home club. Okay, um, I just remember, I, I just like uh, I, I don't remember my set. I mean, I, it went over okay. Okay, like I had four friends that showed up to it, but what I do remember was that I guess there was this white guy's first time as well. Yeah, and he dropped the N word. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Damn. Well, I mean, with that kind, it's hard to remember your own. Yeah. Okay, so, how did that go down at like, the madhouse? He, he was so nervous, like, yeah. uh, and he, uh, and he, which we call it, like, yeah. he, what did he do? He, he yeah. like, it, it, he, it was actually a bit that he stole yeah. from somebody else it was, it was a yeah. famous person like, it was just like so like there's always a white guy hanging around a bunch of black dudes yeah because it's like at least one of them has to talk to the police uh i know i'm pretty sure that that's a dave Chappelle bit yeah yeah, yeah that that's yeah. exactly what it and then yeah. like the the host was just like yeah next time you do comedy don't use other people's bits <laughs> and i never saw that guy again <laughs> what somebody the guy that drops the end well wait how did he oh okay i i remember how that bit i, I don't know if he yeah. Like I don't know if like, he said it in that bit, yeah. But he like I think leading up to it, like he said, yeah. Like the end, and even I think like what he was talking about is just like yeah, I hang out with a bunch of black guys and they let me say the n word. Oh, not yeah. not a good start. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, of course I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so. But I'm just I'm building up the confidence so I can say it. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. Now that's that's when this podcast is gonna go off. But okay, so how so how do you remember feeling after after first doing it? Oh, I felt like great. Okay. I felt amazing. I was like, I finally did. Like you know, and four friends came out to support, and they were laughing. Yeah. Like oh, this is amazing. I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah. And then like I, I stuck. Like I just kept going. Like uh, a month after that, okay. like all the time, and I never replicated <laughs> that experience. I was like, "Man, this sucks." Like, I guess what about it was was different? 
like uh, I guess well, in terms of like replicating the feeling was it just like the first feeling or it was just the fir- it was just a great feeling like just yeah. like like uh it was just a great feeling that like that what's the word it, it just like it, you, you I, I've been looking forward to like trying to, you know what like the anticipation of it that wasn't my first yeah. time actually oh okay that so, wasn't my first I just remember this uh, okay uh high school oh my, you did it like, I did it in high it was school like a high school talent show kind of no, thing no 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 like no. I did an open mic in high school cause like uh, there was oh a while good, you were in high school yeah there was okay. this coffee shop in okay. San Diego I was like 16 at the time holy yeah. shit I forgot about this oh damn uh yeah. what is this pancreation philosophy uh, yeah. exclusive <laughs> exclusive <laughs> <laughs> You um, heard it here first. What's her date? Yeah, uh, August eighteenth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I was yeah. I was in high school. I, I think I was I was a sophomore. Okay. And like uh, I wanted to go do an open mic, and I think I did two. Okay. Like uh, the first one went. I forget how the first one went, but I remember the second time I did it. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So the first time was at this different coffee shop, okay. and it went super well. I think at the t- like looking back on it, it was just uh, like since I was young, like I I had the audiences like the audience already liked me. Yeah. And then the second time I went, like I had to follow this heart player. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, because it was one of those open mics that wasn't it was just a mix, comedy. It was, it was a like mix mic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I had to follow a heart player, okay. and then I go up and do my set. Yeah. And. Like I just like it, it just I at the time I thought I bombed yeah but looking back that it was just a dead room yeah and then like harp just played do you yeah remember, do you remember what what was what you followed up the first time I think it was poetry okay so like spoken word kind spoken of word poetry yeah. I just remember the guy uh, like walking around uh, like the the entire room waving just, my hands yeah pretty much <laughs> I just I just always remember that you seen uh, Twenty Two Jump Street. I think so. That's yeah. It's the second one of. Oh, and no, I didn't Street. see the second one. I saw okay. the first, twenty-one jump. Twenty-one Street. jump Street. Yeah, so twenty-two jump Street. There's a scene where like Jonah Hill pretty much spoofs the slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like slam poetry, <laughs> waving my hands a lot. That's a, that's yeah. amazing. Yep, that was but pretty. Yeah. Mu- that was pretty much what yeah, I followed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then and then uh, like. I just remember like feeling like, oh my god, I can never do this again. I felt okay. like I bombed because after the harp player, yeah, yeah it was a quiet room. It was yeah. quiet, yeah. And yeah. then, the, then I did it one more time at this other coffee shop. Okay, and that went bad. And I just remember, it's like, oh, I don't want to go back up again. But like my friends at the time, they're like, no, you did it already. Just do it one more time. Okay. And then like that went pretty well. So that was the end of my high school experience of okay. doing comedy, and I didn't do it again until I was twenty. Seven twenty-eight. Okay, so do you know, do you know what made you like stop like during high school? Was it just like time or? Well, I think like, I was afraid of bombing again. Okay. Like. Uh, didn't want that feeling. Again. I didn't want that feeling again. Well, yeah. I was young. Yeah. Like, uh, man, who would have thought? Like, can you imagine if I stuck with it? <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's. Yeah. But life happens. life happens. Life yeah. happens. And then, like, yeah. uh, I, I think I wouldn't have experienced, like, the hard work ethic yeah. if, unless I joined the Navy. Yeah. So it's like, uh, things happen for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because who, who's to know, like, how, how well. I mean, especially if, like, at the time that you were did three times and then, okay, I'll, I'll take a break, like, from there, then, yeah, it might. Yeah, you, it might not have gone to anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So okay, so but anyway, now on to your like, 
I got. So you, like, when you're kind of feeling, what's that? Starting out again? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like, so th- I I remember before I started, I did a lot of yeah. research. Okay. And there was this comic Ari Shafir. Yes. He gave like there's this YouTube video out there that like he goes and answers the questions from a bunch of like comics that are a couple years in. Okay. And like one thing that stood out to me was he's, he's like the first couple of years of comedy is not about like being funny it's about getting comfortable on stage getting comfortable yeah and so he's like you, like the first 90 days you should be going up as much as possible yeah so like i use that as my bible yeah. so like so for the first like th- i just like i just hit it hard like for the first like yeah. like 90 days and just kept going up as much as possible i think there was a few moments where i got a few laughs but like most of them were just bombs after yeah. bombs after bombs. But just there, just getting that comfort. Just yeah. Okay. And I, I and I genuinely don't feel like I got comfortable until probably about a year ago. Okay. Yeah, I've been doing this for five years. Actually, I'll take it back. Maybe three years in, I was starting to feel comfortable. But like, yeah, pretty it's, much. It's still like a, it's like an. On, it, it, it took a it took a yeah. long time. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah. What, what else do you remember from that? From did any other advice that Ari Shafir gave in that YouTube video like stick with you? Um, he, he talked well a lot of the stuff at the time, and from time to time I go back to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, but like a lot of it didn't really apply to me. He talked okay. about getting like a manager or oh, like, getting okay. agents, and I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Like I'm yeah. not trying to get that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then he he also talked about how it's like when you go on the road, and like you like you. Or if you if like a bunch of comics coming coming up from the road and like you open for them and they're like oh yeah like whenever you come to my city like let's hang out like that's never the case <laughs> they're, they're just being polite <laughs> they're <laughs> so, not actually asking you to hang out they're yeah, just being polite yeah. yeah they're just being polite so yeah. that was one thing that stuck out I thought that was funny uh, okay so they're doing it ninety days just getting just getting time like did you um. I guess even though you're not, it's focusing on being funny. Like, what was your what was your thought process like, coming up with material? I was just trying things out that I thought yeah. were funny. Like, yeah. uh, I think a lot. Like, uh, one of my motivations or like, goals early on was to develop a five minute set. Okay. Like a five to seven minute set, and so I just focused on that. Just tighten that up. Just tighten that up. Trying to work clean. Um, cause I, cause I remember this trying to work clean, like not swearing or pretty much. Or like, yeah. I remember being told this early on, I forget who told me this, but it's like, if you can write clean, you can write dirty. But if you write dirty, you can't write clean mm, okay. or it's hard to write clean. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me just focus on clean. And then probably it wasn't until this year I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to write what I think is funny. And if it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it's clean, it's clean. If it's dirty, it's dirty. I'm just gonna write what I think is funny. Okay. And then, I guess so. You're how how is it how is it feeling? I guess like first year in, like doing doing comedy. Like, do you remember like what what were, what were some like ups and downs that you had? I rem- yeah. I remember a lot of drama. A lot of drama, like personally or like just drama in the comedy in scene? the comedy scene. Okay. Like uh like I I remember getting uh, shitted on a lot. And at the time, I was just like, "Why are people like shitting on me?" Yeah, I, I never like experienced that growing up because I was like, I was I was just trying to be like a nice person growing up. Yeah, but like I never understood why anyone like would talk shit. Yeah, and then like it wasn't until like it's funny. It's like you, you mature in comedy. Like you realize, like oh, some of that shit doesn't matter. 
Like yeah. early on when that's all you know. Yeah. Like it's it's a shitty feeling. Like I, Seattle scene's been very good to me so mm-hmm. far. Like and I always respected Seattle's. I've been here a couple times, just visiting, passing through, mm-hmm. and just being in Seattle. It's like, oh, this is a really good fucking scene. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of drama going on. Uh, not that I know. Not that I'm looking for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I just remember there, there was just a lot of clicks in San Diego. There's just a lot of uh, drama. Like it took me a while to like connect with. Uh, personally, I felt like it took a while to connect with uh, other comics. Okay. Yeah. And I guess like when you when you did connect with other comics, like how, like how how was it? Or I guess it was pretty cool. Yeah. Like uh, it was like uh, I wouldn't say that we connected, but I just said like we we just started having mutual respect for okay. other people and or for one another. And actually, I'll be honest with you, like like Seattle, like I've connected with more comics up here mm-hmm. than I did in San Diego, my my home city. Okay. So, so what do you think? Like, was was different? Like, um, <clears throat> I think up here, it's just like I think I, I come in with five years of experience. Yeah. And I just try to, I just try to. Like when I see a, and I don't want to come off as like I know everything. I don't. Mm-hmm. But like whenever I see like a like a younger comic doing something good, I like to let them know that they're doing something good because mm-hmm. they may not be aware because mm-hmm. they they haven't put the time in to like, yeah. to know what's good or what's not. So I would go up to them like, hey, you're doing this really well, and then I find out like that a bunch of them are like I have just started this year. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, like uh, yeah, just keep doing that. Like, and then from there, like we we develop friendships and like there's a couple of people up here right now yeah. that I'm like that I'm really click with and we just bounce ideas off one another and like it just it's just a great feeling just to have a little crew going on and it's not about drama it's just it's just about getting funnier yeah so and then one thing I respect about you like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that like that yeah. I know certainly on yeah. is that you write true to yourself yeah like you, you write like because when you do your material, it's it's, it, it's you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when you talk about fighting and everything, yeah. it's like oh yeah, like that's a funny, interesting perspective that like that's not really heard from. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So that, that's that, that's what I recognize. Yeah, I think when it comes to at least for me, just thinking about, I mean, being true to yourself. Like I always think about like a friend of mine said like the more. The more unique you think a problem is, like to yourself, the more global it actually is, or the more like universally understood it is. So mm. I just thought, okay, what's like, what's what's a unique problem I think I have, and then just like talking about it, and then like, oh, there's probably some some things you can bridge that off yeah. of people. But yeah, I guess on the topic of like getting funnier, like what's your, um, I guess like what's one of your current, I guess like either goals or like what's something you're working on. Right now, me what, yeah. Right now, I'm just trying to develop new material with this new uh, point of view. Okay. Uh, like just going for like what I think is funny. Like okay. instead of like, because I used to write and like I used to write in the sense of like, well, I hope they like this. Yeah. Like I, I hope they like me. I hope it comes off respectful so that way I can get booked on these shows. Mm-hmm. Now I'm writing. It's like, I think this is funny. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I don't know where it's going to lead. It's, it's basically, it's like, it's like 180 from my, my material that I have now. Okay. So it's so weird. Like to like, to, to go from like, yeah, I have, <laughs> yeah. I have this uh, half black half 
white girlfriend and then i yeah. then i talk about it's like yo i get neck pains from sucking a lot of dick like <laughs> so you know like how do those yeah. two like yeah. things connect yeah so it's so that that's what i'm trying to figure out right now is just trying to write this new style okay and which i feel is like more true to me okay and was it was there anything particular that made you like want to like change that style uh, i went through i went through a manic episode earlier this year okay like where i straight up like lost my fucking mind okay like, uh, and also, uh, like a bunch of things led up to that i was going through a divorce like yeah. i was i was in la like i, yeah. I didn't want to be there yet mm-hmm. um and just like plus i was smoking a lot of weed okay like, so i developed like paranoia okay and just like uh once i went through that manic episode i i like I don't know. You, you have an epiphany or something like that mm-hmm. when you're at your lowest, yeah. And like you realize like what things matter in life, yeah. And like, and also like I, I see like how I also know like a bunch of comics who've been in this game for like 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. and they're like struggling to like get their next gig, yeah. And it's like I don't want to be one of those comics. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to start writing true to myself now, yeah. So that way, like hopefully it leads to to something where I'm just doing stuff true to myself. And hopefully that builds an audience in itself. Okay. Yeah, I think it's almost like you're like people almost like overlook their own personal story because they because they lived it. Yeah. So it's you have to realize almost like oh wait, other people don't really know you. Or yeah. Other, exactly. So it's like what just tell them about you. You're deleting authority on yourself. Why 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 wouldn't you talk about yeah. that? Yeah. But um, like uh, yeah. like when I went through my manic episode because I, yeah. I went to school for screenwriting. That's why I was in L.A. Oh, for screenwriting. Yeah. yeah. And like the whole manic episode that happened, I think it's a great story. Yeah. I'm just not technically there yet to write it. Okay. So like I'm yeah. writing a bunch of other stuff to build up my skill set to be able to get to a point where I can write that. Yeah. Okay. So like how. Yeah, so when you're, I guess, when, when you're looking at your life, like, how are you, like, what kind of, like, lens are you looking at, like, to find, I guess, to find, like, stories or, or material? I, I just, I try to find things that stand out. Okay. Like, I'm just more open to the, not, sounds, like, very philosophical. <laughs> I'm just, like, I find, I, I open my eyes to the universe, yeah. and hopefully something, like, yeah. catches my attention. Yeah. No, like, it, no, like, okay. Thanks, Picasso. I, I just think, it, like, I just, like, look at things that, that are interesting, that, that stand out. Like, okay. on the drive here, yeah. like, I, I noticed, like, I, I passed up that Totem Lake fireplace, yeah. and on their sign it said, like, follow us on Facebook. <laughs> yes. And I'm, like, what are you going to post? Like, <laughs> just, just put out another fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah know, like, right? hashtag like, lit. Like, it's like, look at all these people in my DMs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, slide my house d- is on fire. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah get we'll, we'll get to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. That, well, that's so funny to me. Like, yeah, how many uh, government things or you know, like a thing like is on social media. Like, what? Like, what's even the point of that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, oh, we're cool too. Like, yeah. we're hip. oh, we know this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtags, yeah, and the like. Hashtag okay. government. <laughs> yeah, that I don't know. That just reminds me of um. When I think government, I always think about like the show Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. <laughs> just how, like, just yeah. that sounds like the Navy too. No, it's like yeah. I don't know. Like uh, there, there's a, I had a bunch of good leaders in in the Navy. Like a lot of them were from my first command. Yeah, and then like this, I got to the second command, and it just felt like everyone's. 
It was like a short because I, I don't know if you know much about the navy. I don't know much about the navy. No. Uh, so the way it works is that like whenever you get to a new command, it's either shore or sea. Like sea means you deploy. Okay. And so the first command I was at was a sea going combined. Even though we were a squadron. Okay. Like we we deployed on like aircraft carrier. Okay. And so when you're deploying, you're just doing you're you're doing what you were trained to do. Yeah. And then when you get to a shore command. It just feels like everyone's just there to pad their stats. Mm. To like, it's like, oh, this is what I did to look good. Yeah. As opposed to like taking care of your people. Mm. And it got to a point for me, like I got put in this leadership position. I was a, I was a shitty leader, like because at the time I was doing comedy. Oh, you're doing comedy. And co- being- <laughs> so like, yeah. that's all I cared about. Yeah. And they, like, and I told them like, hey, maybe you shouldn't put me in this position. They're yeah. like, we need you. So I, I went. Okay. And I did it, but like, I just, I, I genuinely didn't care. And like, yeah. it, it, like my team noticed. Yeah. And then like they, like the, the lack of respect that I got, like, was because of that. Mm-hmm. Just me not caring. So. Yeah. What can you do? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I don't know much about the navy, but I have been in government work. I was, I was a police officer. Oh, that's so right. I yeah, get, that's I right. That, yeah, I get, I get that kind of command. I mean, I wasn't one for long, and because how because long my were you command, in? Oh, only two years. What, yeah. What made you? Like, that's funny that you went yeah. from being a gang member to the, yeah, to, to the yeah, opposite. To, I, side. I know it's like a, it's like a movie. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> did you did yeah. you do it to infiltrate? Infiltrate? To- <laughs> no. I was I was so over like being. I don't know, I guess I was like an well, I was an atypical gang member to begin with. Like I wasn't like really the only reason I was there was to fight people. I realized, like, oh wait, I just want to fight people. Why don't I just do that instead of the gang? That's thing. funny. But yeah, no, because let's see. Did you get I, jumped in? What's up? Did you yeah, get, yeah, I got jumped. Well, I remember I, I got jumped. Um, actually, I fought, I remember I fought like the leader of my gang. Like that, like that's how that that was like my jumping in. We got and he was like just an, an older kid than me. But um, I did find it through Jesus Camp, though. So That's so was, fucking funny. Isn't it, isn't it funny? Yeah. That's so. funny. No, I know. I was, like, looking... Because I didn't think it was funny. Well, that's the thing. At the time, like, it's not... It's funny, like, looking back to seeing the things. But, yeah, because I remember I was... Let's see. What was the full... Yeah, the full story, I was... I think I was uh, 14 or 13. I was, like, pretty young. I was, like, middle school. But I was just uh, a kind of restless kid. I mean, surprised. But uh, yeah, my mom... Yeah, but, oh yeah, this put me in this. Uh, oh yeah, because you're, you're Filipino, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was this Filipino uh, youth like Bible camp. So it was called BLD, like Bukasla Obsajos. Okay. But yeah, and um, which pretty much translates to like open your heart to God or something like that. But the uh, last thing you would have done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm there, not really, not really feeling it, and then. Yeah, so what happened is I just, like, happened to connect with, like, the other Filipino kids who also weren't feeling it. And, oh, what, we're happened to be... So our prayer or Bible studies were at, like, I don't know, Friday nights at, at this uh, church in Seattle. And, like, so what it did was, like, we just told our parents we were going there. And then we would just get into, like, I don't know, get into, like stupid teenager stuff and then that's how i ended up walking into these like getting into this gang because that's fun yeah. that's so funny so yeah. the fact that like uh, i just find it funny that god brought you together yeah exactly <laughs> brought your gang it, it, to- it was a mission <laughs> yeah oh i don't know but god works in mysterious, mysterious ways <laughs> it does he does or whoever yeah but um yeah and then yeah and i think no, oh, the biggest. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, like for me, was I was just 
uh, I was just looking for something to fight, or like I was just looking for like a, I feel like I was just a warrior looking for some kind of mission. And then I, I remember I tried to join the military, but then like my like my family like convinced me not to like mm. from there because I had that's funny uh, a Filipino yeah. family convinced you not convinced to join, you not to join the military. <laughs> I know right? It's, it seems yeah, but um. I don't know if they just knew me as a kid, knew I just like getting into risky things. But um, yeah, and then I just kept that, and then that's why I wanted to join like the police force. I'm like, I okay, might as well do something government that would be like kind of forest based. So we'll see. And then yeah, ended up not ended up not being a good fit for me. Well, yeah. that'd be funny to yeah. talk about, like to yeah. talk about being a gang member, and then yeah. like, well, I think that story yeah. is funny itself. Yeah. Yeah. That like, uh, I know. Then bring that connection. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was thinking about how how do I bring that connection? But I was, and that's the thing because I I know for sure like that, you know that there's affirmative action go, going on because uh-huh. I think I was. I mean, yeah, just look at my name, Pocholo Cruz. Like, All right, bring this guy. <laughs> like, yeah. bring, bring this guy in recruitment. And then I remember just training at the academy. So at the, so at the police, so pretty much how the police academy at Washington works is that you get hired by on like police force first, and then they send you through there. Really? So pretty much okay. everyone police academy is already is it, like, in the soon, system. Exactly. They're they're as soon as they graduate, they're going to police department already. Okay. And then. So pretty much like I remember I'm I'm there and it's my cl- I'm like one of the few like I know colored people like there in the class and then what we had to do we had to do all these um pretty much uh like mock mock missions uh-huh. like I guess not missions but you know like uh mock cases okay and it's like I'm like man why am I always <laughs> why am I always a suspect like what's what, what's that mean? it's always it's always me Diaz. <laughs> And we're always getting arrested. What, what's what's happening here? But yeah, it was. Did they, did they always sprinkle the crack on you? <laughs> <laughs> Put a mixtape on. <laughs> Another SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, God. But yeah, and yeah, that that's pretty much the biggest thing. I think. What made you quit? Uh probably my own actions. I was a really bad driver. Once again, get <laughs> typical <laughs> Asian. Typical Asian. Yeah, but um. No, I just I just realized that also just the amount of time I was spending, I feel like I'd rather just pursue things that I wanted to do. Yeah, like from there, I don't know, which was yeah, which was fighting. Yeah, or? which was yeah, which was fighting. Did you start like, training while you were in police? No, I was training beforehand already. Okay. Yeah, so I was I had already been training for I don't know like about eight or so years before I got into police force. Okay. And then yeah, definitely I'm sure that background probably helped me, but then. I was like, you know, I was doing like a bunch of, a bunch of things that ah, this doesn't really, this isn't really what I wanted to do. I'm like, I already know what I want to do. Why don't I just do that? Man, if I were yeah. you, dude, like knowing, yeah. like, uh, since you already knew the background, I could just imagine you facing your old gang member boss. <laughs> it's like, oh, you turned your back onto us. <laughs> like, I changed, bro. I changed. Yeah. Don't make me do this. <laughs> we have to fight yeah, to the death now. And then you just like start busting up a bunch of Filipino study groups, Bible groups. I know what's going on here. Yeah. You think I don't know. <laughs> what's up with this cop sprinkling crack on us? He's such a bad driver. Yeah. I just crash my car yeah. into their Bible groups and go like this right. Everyone put the Bibles down. <laughs> That's funny. Put the crucifixes and the Bibles down. I know what's really going down here. He has a gun. <laughs> it was like wine. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that, yeah, that, that's pretty much like my 
government work story, but um, that's a pretty good story. Yeah, no, I know that's and then yeah, I mean, like we're talking about like in terms of creation, it's just like figuring out how to. And I, well, I think it's like any good writing. It's it's finding it's like finding okay, what what is like the, what's at the heart of it, or like what's the important part of the story? Yeah, you know. It's like that old uh, Mark Twain quote, like, "Oh, I wrote a long letter because I didn't have time to write a short one." <laughs> From there, but it's that's funny. Yeah, and it, no, but that's really is that's how, true. Yeah, that's how drafting works. Yeah, there's like a lot of stuff that you have that's really filler. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh wait, I don't need this." Like same thing with essays and screenwriting. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, it's like straight to the point, but or it, yeah, it's like a lot of a lot of stuff is like excess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. So yeah, I guess like on that point, like yeah. So how has, I uh, like when you're I guess like thinking about sets and you've done a set because let's let's say you've done a set. What's your thought process like post set wise? Like looking back at it. Uh, yeah. one it's like I enjoy it for a little bit depending <laughs> depending on. The, I just assume, <laughs> I just assume it already went well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if it like it depends like I I like I sit there and just like. Because like a lot of times it's like you're always like going to the next set. Like that's how it was early on. It's like yeah. oh, I'm ready for the next set. I'm ready for the next set. Like I don't like have time to think about the previous set. Yeah. Now like I, I sit back and enjoy the, the process more. Yeah. Like I enjoy the experience. Like whether it went well, mm-hmm. I don't I don't enjoy when it went bad. Like <laughs> I, I dwell on it a lot. Yeah. But you're only as good as your last set. Yeah. Um. So now what I do. I don't really. I, I I've been trying to do this more, but like I don't really like. I record all my sets, but I, like I rarely go back to listen to them. Uh, ah, yeah. like that's that's my flaw. Yeah. Like uh, I need to go back and listen to like how um, I do, but much better if I videotape myself because I'll, I'll watch it. Okay, and then like I can get the visual like things that I do wrong, mm-hmm. uh, and I can hear what I do wrong. But like just listening back to my set, like what when I do I what I do is. Like when it when it actually happens, I'll listen to it and then like I'll see what jokes land, what jokes don't. Okay. So like it's like oh that one got like a meh. Like like for example, like this last weekend, I I I've been working on a new material these last few weeks, so I decided to try them at laughs on Friday last night or Friday night. Friday, yeah, so two nights ago. Two nights yeah. ago, and like the the new the the new one that I'm so happy for did not hit land at all. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's because it was, it's one of those like left field turns. Okay. Like I'm talking about one thing and all of a sudden I'm talking, it's that dick It's that misdirection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, well, the it joke, the make, joke, yeah. I think it's so funny. Yeah. Like, uh, like, so I, I just wrote it down when I was free writing, yeah. but I just think it's like, I, I get a lot of constant neck pains from sucking a lot of dick. <laughs> I'm not even like gay. I'm just a good person. <laughs> Do on to others, like that's the that's the joke. It's, yeah, I, I do feel on to like, others as you would want others. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's funny. Like, yeah. uh, but then like when you talk, when you try to go into it like straight up. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of audience. Me- oh, this is what this is what happened too. I didn't realize until after I did that joke. Yeah. That it was like uh, the audience was like was there for the headliner okay and he's known for being really clean oh okay so yeah. i didn't realize until after the fact and because because yeah. after the fact i was like man am i like am i doing something wrong here like yeah am i making a mistake by trying to go with what i think is funny yeah and then i learned that and i'm just like oh okay that was just a cl- i guess clean audiences aren't ready for my dick, dick second jokes <laughs> oh but yeah no it's it's always that 
I don't know, it's like that curious factor like all right I think this is funny but like how how how's it gonna land it's like it's always it's always interesting like that you know that audience reception yeah it, right? yeah like that's why like it's so it's so crazy because I'll run jokes by my buddies and and like 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 well because we, we we all think alike yeah and then and you also know each other we also know each other yeah and then like what like, like I, I remember like the first couple times I, I've told these new jokes they fucking land yeah they hit hard yeah and now like like I'm bringing them to shows and it's like man it's not like it's not working and it's, yeah. so, so you start like second guessing yourself yeah yeah I think yeah well I think it's it's all that context yeah because I, I think that context is so necessary like yeah. you know with you with people that you know they already know you, and, yeah. they, and they know how you think. It's almost like, hmm. They, they, yeah, that's I'm, a good I'm, point. I'm just trying to look at, okay, like how would I look? Well, because like the, I, I do, I do agree. I think that you know, oh my neck, I have neck pressure, <laughs> just sucking so much. Yeah, it just, I'm trying to think, like, how would you make that funnier if someone like didn't, didn't know, know you? me? Yeah, right. I think that's a good point. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's that's something I gotta work on. Yeah, I mean, it could be almost like I don't know. I'm trying to think like. You could link it to your like navy. Or I was like, yeah, I was I was in the navy, so you know what they say. <laughs> suck, a <laughs> like, suck a lot, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, okay. Or you could be like, oh, I got a lot of neck problems from my time in the navy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's you, funny. You see actually, what I mean? Yeah. And then because it kind of gets like, oh, maybe you got discharged. Or like, maybe nope. some kind of accident. No, <laughs> just sucking a lot, of dick. <laughs> what do you think goes on in the sea? <laughs> well, yeah, why do they call it sea man? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> No, that's a good point because like uh, there's this they're, they're one of the best comics that I, like that I grew like not grew up but like that's not known but he got passed at the comedy store re- recently mm-hmm. and he's also like a San Diego based comic. His yeah. name is Brian Simpson. Okay. You guys should definitely check him out. If, like he's one of the best comics out there right now. Uh, like he just opened for Tom Segura. Oh damn! Yeah, okay. like uh, basically like he starts his set off. Like by because he talks about like some pretty fucked up shit, but he starts off his <laughs> yeah. set by saying he's like, "I'm an asshole." Yeah. So if you can get on board with that, yeah, you can get on board with these jokes. Exactly. It's like yeah, setting the tone. Yeah. Like, from there. So th- yeah. that's something I, I got to yeah. work on. Yeah. I, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, because it's almost like, like if like I, when I think about funny things, I'm like, yeah, sometimes like the character of the person needs to be known or needs to be almost like almost uh almost counterintuitive to it you know yeah. I, I think especially for like misdirection ones like that like I think uh, like for example like if someone I don't know if like Andy Grammer made a Christmas album that wouldn't be that weird I like, have no idea who that is I have no idea who that is either <laughs> but he Quinn likes him so he must be something that the white people <laughs> Quinn likes Jared. so like it must be something white people typical like typical Quinn yeah <laughs> so uh, but if DMX made like a, a Christmas album I would so buy it yeah and I, will, I would too and I, cause I would be I would just be funny <laughs> just like what <laughs> Merry Christmas uh, where my dogs yeah. at dashing through the <laughs> snow what <laughs> Rudolph yeah. the Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> yeah, like oh man, I would, I would buy that right I, now. Like DMX, w- make a Christmas album. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like we should like hashtag DMX for Christmas. Yeah. D- yeah. DMXmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call it like the Twelve Dogs of Christmas. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> I can just see it like. The twelve dogs. It's like him on a sleigh with like a bunch of like pit bulls and stuff. Yeah, he's not even a wearing costume. a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, but yeah, and I. Th- okay, that'd be, 
DMX music. <laughs> if there's one thing to take away from this podcast, yeah, I I would buy the album. I wouldn't even stream it. That's how much yes. I would love. Like in yeah. this day and age. Oh man, I would go to a concert. <laughs> I would go. Like, I would go to the concert I, too. Yeah, just, just <laughs> deck the halls. Yeah, exactly. Just like such as see because I'm just imagining like DMX with like a. Like a choir or like a church choir. Oh, that'd like, be great. That would be hilarious. Kanye West's choir. Yeah. <laughs> what was, what's yeah. their uh, choir called? <sighs> uh, uh, Sunday service. Yeah. Or, yeah. So I think I think that. DMX with Sunday service. <laughs> oh yeah, like a DMX duet with uh, Mariah Carey. All oh, I want my. for Christmas. Oh man. Uh, all I want yeah. for Christmas is what? <laughs> is you <laughs> just growling all the time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's okay. great. What's I guess like what's uh, like an, un- an unexpected bit or an unexpected joke that you're like I don't know if this is gonna work and then ended up like working really well. Uh, there's well there's this one joke I have uh, where like the joke goes uh, how's it go like uh, like I'm Asian my girlfriend's black. Uh, one guy came up to us and said, "Like, oh, you're Asian, and she's black. You're gonna have rush hour babies." Ah, I actually, yeah. And then, uh, then I say, "It's like, what does that mean? We're gonna have three kids, and the second one's my favorite." <laughs> yeah. And it, it's so funny that that, yeah. that like the the three kids and the second one's my favorite. That's the one where I'm just like, oh, I guess it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, because uh, it was just one of those things where I was trying to figure out for the longest. Yeah. Because like someone really did say that to me. And then, like, I, I just had to sit down and think about it. I'm like, well, let me try this. Okay. And then it just worked. I'm like, all right, it's staying. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Rush out, baby. Okay. Oh, yeah, and I recently saw, saw that movie with my girlfriend. That, uh, that, that movie could not be made in 2019. No. Chris Tucker is just sexually harassing all these women. Yes. They're like, come on, baby. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Come on, Come on, ladies. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> He's a very dangerous man. Dangerous <laughs> man. That's a midget in a bathroom. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, <sighs> okay. Well, you're. Do you have any jokes about? Aren't you wearing like a UFC shirt right now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I like uh, as far as like MMA or whatever. Yeah. I I used like I mean it's not like I used to. I, I tried this one joke. Okay. Like, it's like I, I used to go to an MMA gym. Yeah. And then, like, I stopped going, so I went to go cancel my like, uh, membership. Okay. They, like, uh, I had to step into the octagon to <laughs> cancel it. So, like, something okay. stupid. Like, I could never really figure it out, so I just stopped telling it. It was just one of those open mic ones where it's... You're like, oh, well, might as well try this out. Yeah, okay. yeah. What did you think about the fights? I thought... I was picking... Well, for the main event, I was picking... DC to win. Same here. And yeah, the, I mean the biggest because the biggest thing for me I was like, all right, even if it, because I just I, I had a hard time seeing Stipe winning a decision. Is like even if it, because especially like in their first fight he was getting out jab and that happened again. Yeah. In this fight he was getting out jab was getting out worked in the clinch and I felt like okay, I feel if I'm Cormier the way I would approach is like okay I know I can stifle his jab I can. I can go inside, and I would probably just wrestle him, get a takedown, just work him on the ground, tire him out. And then when all that happened in the first round, I'm like, oh, wow, this is going to be a pretty clean sweep for, for DC, like, from there. And I guess in the fourth round, I was getting worried because, well, kind of from the body shots, I'm like, okay, he's... 
I mean, because we were, I was making a joke like, well, it's hard to knock someone out if they're fat. Yeah, you, you gotta find their liver first. <laughs> yeah, like from there. But Stephen was like really, really going digging into it. it. Yeah, and then I think he had like at least a dozen or maybe like twenty like body sh- body yeah. shots that that round. I was like, oh, he might just find his. Uh, <laughs> he might just find the, you know, might just find the button, and, he and, did. Th- and then he did, and then you could instantly see like the chat as soon as as soon as he hit. I'm like, oh, I think I, I think I he's think done. That's the one. Yeah, and then and you you just sense because like especially like as um yeah, because there have been fights where I have where uh, where I hit people in the liver, and I know that it's it's such a it's you can you can sense you can sense the reaction in terms of their body language of like oh yeah. that that person because they're um what happens like if you hit someone in the liver it's so, so the liver is like the largest organ in the body uh-huh. and pretty much co- if you get hit in it the, it causes like uh pretty much it's it, shut down yes it causes your body to shut down like that's the sense. worst because like, yes. i thought about that yeah because like that, that's the worst because you're conscious yes you're conscious and you can't happening. and you can't defend yourself exactly like, it's it's like that kind of puffer po- fish poison where you you can't move but you can you can sense everything going around you yeah like from there but um yeah that's and then because as soon as I see saw that body reaction, oh, that's gonna be bad. And then yeah, and then he just started hitting them with shots he to the head. And, yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, that's and that's the thing. It's not like he wasn't getting hit in that fight. It's just like now his body's not working. Yeah, and he's getting he's getting shut down like that. That so, that yeah. I, well, it's so funny because you can technically break it down because you're a fighter. Yeah, I'm just like, oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause that yeah. that's like, I'm I'm just a fan. Like, yeah. uh, and yeah. like I hate like I hate most sports fans. Yeah, because they're like, oh, they gotta do this, they yeah. gotta do that. I'm yeah. like, you don't even train. It's, yeah, you it's eat even, Cinnabon. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, no, like armchair quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. like, exactly. How many how many touchdowns have you thrown? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, or like people with fantasy football drafts. Yes. It's like, oh, you think it's easy? You you could be a general manager yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah so like I, I saw i saw dc go down and i was just like ah oh, i was sad i was yeah. like oh man i wanted him to like to whatchamacallit uh to win that one and then retire yeah. on top yeah i know but it's it's, it's so hard i mean it's so hard to retire on top but it's, it's just i mean fighting is just hard, hard just hard in general yeah but man especially like really in a fight where he was really dominating like from the like, i would say I would I would come to give him like pretty much every round. Like, yeah, it was it was hard. It would be hard to give. Yeah, because there weren't really any other points where uh, Stipe had an advantage. Like I remember he took him. He tried to take. Well, he did take DC down in the third round, but then he just got right back yeah. up. Yeah, and then yeah. So it was uh yeah. it, it was a pretty interesting fight. Yeah. Like, uh, what did you think of the co-main, the people's Ooh, main, the people's the main people, event, the people's main event? Yeah. So my read. On that was, or how about this? How about let's hear you first, and then I'll okay. tell you what I think. Yeah. <laughs> let's hear the dummy talk. No, <laughs> no uh, I, yeah. I, I was a little worried with Diaz. I wanted Diaz to win. Yeah, like you know, he's just a fan favorite. Yeah, I was worried about Diaz in the in the beginning because yes. it looked like Anthony Pettis was out striking him. Yeah, uh, but then like as the fight went on, and I think like when uh, Pettis hurt his foot, yes. like, uh, and it's not that I figured that out. Like the commentary was talking <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like he just wasn't as flashy as you yes. know. And then like Diaz with the three, like with the knees <laughs> to the to the face. Yeah. Woo. Like that was pretty good, and then the call out to George yeah, Masvidal. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, and Masvidal's in the crowd, and like the crowd's going crazy. It's in California. Yeah, yeah, they're all going crazy. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I I really enjoyed that fight. Oh no, for sure. I was, 
Yeah, so heading in, I, I, I was thinking Diaz was going to win as well. Um, the, yeah, the biggest, so my biggest concern was like, all right, how is he going to, how is he, he's just got to shut down Pettis' leg kicks or his yeah. kicks, essentially. But I know that just from, I mean, just watching or Anthony Pettis, just knowing how he operates, is that he is a much different fighter if you pressure him and yeah. he's not as effective if he's pressed up against the fence. Or if he's like getting pushed up against the fence, like that. I mean, if he doesn't, he, if he has open space, he's great. If he doesn't, he's not that good. Like from there, and especially just like one, like his fight against RDA, classic example of him getting pushed up against the fence, not being as effective. Yeah. But um, yeah, I definitely think yeah, just seeing how, uh, because he, he was throwing kicks, but he, I don't think it wasn't enough. And of course, yeah, he did. He did injure his foot in that first round. Looked like he took. I think what he broke it. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he, he posted a picture on Instagram yeah, afterwards. It's, it's like super swollen. Yeah. Yeah, from there. But I'm trying to think, too, because I don't recall Diaz really checking anything. So it looks yeah, like he yeah, just hit exactly. him. He just hit him in the knee. I'm like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> why would you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's I mean, that's the thing. I was like, okay, Pettis also tends to gas. And he tends to gas yeah. in, like, the second. But remember, I remember watching, like, oh, wow, it looks like Diaz is kind of gas yeah. in, in the second. And it's just, you know. Just ring rust is the kind of thing, but he kind of got got it back and just. <laughs> Dominic Cruz yeah, says that yeah. there is no such thing as, as ring, ring rust. rust. Yeah. It's all mental. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that yeah, so when, yeah, when I when I talk like ring rust, it really is just comfort in yeah. that in that there, which is I mean yeah, it's it 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 is a real thing. It's like yeah. okay, when, when I say that, it's like. Yeah, it is true that you can do a lot of things like to mitigate it, but really only I've only seen like the highest people been able get to through like, it, push yeah, through like, it. Like Dominic Cruz, I mean, he's just mentally tough. He's just mentally tough, exactly. Or GSP, I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course, of course, GSP is going to be able to come back but, and and do that. I, don't know, yeah. I, I remember like they were talking about like the post fight press conference where GSP is like he loves. Uh, he loves training, but hates fighting. hates fighting. Yeah. Yes, because he's just. But that's how, just how he is. He's just super. He's just super um, in his head. Yeah, like from there, and that's the thing. It's like it's taking that, like that is both his weakness, but his strength. Like that's how he. That's how he prepares like for it, and I think that shows in just in just how he fights in his uh, preparation. Yeah, for that. But um, did you watch the entire card from top to bottom? Or from no, bottom? I saw the I saw the prelims. I saw. Uh, the I only saw the prelims starting at like six p.m. Okay. Uh, so I saw Cody Sanhagen fight a Sunsau. I thought that was I thought that was a good fight. I thought Sanhagen was gonna win, but um, it was it was impressive to still see him like do it. Did, did you see that fight? I saw that fight. Yeah, uh, I don't remember much from it. I yeah. watched the entire card. Yeah, like from yeah. the from the fight pass uh, prelims too. Uh, I, I remember Devonte Smith. Oh yes, I had no idea who he was. Yeah, and then like like I started I, I started uh, getting on the hype train. Yeah, and then his buddy knocked him out. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I, I looked at that too. I was like, man, who Devonte Smith? I think I seen one fight of his. Like, yeah, I hope he doesn't <laughs> crap out and then bam well, gets dropped. Gets dropped. But uh, yeah, it, it, it can it can happen like that. Um, well, that that opponent, like what I like about that is like that opponent stepped in on four days' notice. Yeah, and like he basically he got performance of the night. Yeah, like that's just crazy to me. It's like uh, that, how that. quickly things can change. Yeah, can, can flip on that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then, <laughs> how do you feel like about yeah. like uh, fighting? I mean, obviously it's not as like technical, but how do you feel about like fighting compared to stand up? 
I'm looking. I'm. I'm really trying to. I feel like my process for fighting is like more developed, and I'm just trying to take that into into stand up. Like yeah. in terms of like, yeah, every every like you know training session, I do something. I'm like, I try it out, see how see how it works, and that's like the same thing I try to do. Yeah. When um, yeah. So I think I think that's the thing. I think it's just like yeah, try to take my process, which is refined for one thing, and then just try to implement it, it like uh, yeah. use it in different. Uh, avenues yeah in a different yeah. avenue yeah because yeah. i feel like i have yeah it's like oh th- this has worked for me and i'm sure that it will work the same for there and i feel like too is like i have a lot of it's just taking the advantages of like you know of what i know already and then just transferring it to a different yeah avenue like so from you, there so you can yeah. fight hecklers yeah exactly i, I remember fight, yeah Dude, the, like the like I, I performed at a uh, gay bar. Yeah. Uh, back in San Diego. Yeah. And like this, I just kept getting heckled. Yeah. And I tried to make fun of the hecklers, and yeah. it just didn't land. Yeah. Like I just like they were just heckling, and then like I, I was having a bad set. Yeah. And then like I just kept like talking shit to the like I was on stage and I was talking shit, and eventually the the, the crowd came to my side. Yeah. Uh, and then I was able to like get them back at the end. Yeah. But these hecklers and like it was like this gay marine. Uh, or, or a marine. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, and uh, these lesbians, like, yeah. they straight up wanted to fight me. Yeah. And, like, uh, I played it cool, but I was yeah. just like, I'm getting the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. about to get my ass whooped at a, at a gay bar. Yeah. Uh, like, and oh, the other comic on the on the show, like, he actually backed me. Like, he actually prevented that marine from, like, uh, lunging from, at Okay. So, like, uh, that was one of those... That, so when I think about yeah, you, it's yeah. like, oh, you can fight them. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Well, I know that's always like a joke. They're like, well, if people heckle you, you can just fight them. Like, I'm like, yeah, they can come at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> come at me. Yeah, come at me, bro. Let's see what, let's see what happens. But, um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, or I was like, you know, there's, oh, yeah, like, better laugh at my jokes. I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, yeah. Did you ever watch yeah. Dana White's, uh, like, looking, looking for, for a fight? fight? Did no. you see the one? Oh, there was one yeah. episode where. Oh, I think he, I, I know what you're talking about. They did stand, stand up. up and yeah. He's just like, if you laugh at my jokes, I'll give you tickets to USC 200. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah. That, that is pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, I think. Yeah, but I think, yeah, a lot of. I'm just, yeah, using a lot of elements that. Um, yeah, the one of, you know, not really caring how it goes. Just like, all right, what ha- whatever happens is going to happen. Just yeah. afterwards, just regroup and then just work on what you can work on. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's good. How often do you go up? I only go up really only – I try to go twice a week. I'm trying to work on maybe like three or four. I'd like is to that, go up more often. Is that yeah. based on just like your schedule permitting? Yeah, because okay. like because I, I train a lot at night and I work yeah. at night. So it's just kind of – preventing and also i'm just kind of still focusing on the fighting thing yeah but i would yeah but i definitely enjoy like the comedy like that's good. I, I enjoy the comedy well a lot. i, I yeah. told you this off yeah. off air before yeah. like it's like i, I would like because i your gym was the first one i looked up when i got here yeah because i have all this free time throughout the day yeah but it's just like your guys' schedules like from 4 30 to 9 and that's yeah. where most of the stand-up comes in yes and that's like fuck like uh, yeah I guess I'm gonna have to train to fight like at, on the elliptical machine. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, we yeah we, we we can. I like and I said also yeah we we can make that work. It was no, it was funny, like you and other uh, person on the show, Pedro. Pedro, yeah. yeah. Shout out Pedro Perez. <laughs> blup, blup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just that just that comedian and 
and fighting uh, crossover. That, that yeah. was fun. That, yeah. that was a lot of fun. It's just uh, yeah. I don't know if I could afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Like, uh, yeah. like I, I liked it. It, it was yeah. it was pretty down to earth. It was very like the training you guys uh, you gave us. Like it was pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. It was just like financially, it's like oh, I think it might be yeah. harder. Yeah, for sure. And then it's just it's just always interests me seeing like. Because, like, another comedian that trains, like, is Jesse Warren. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. He's, exactly. well, like, yeah. I, I told him, too. It's yeah. like, I was like, he's just, like, cert, like uh, trying to be the most optimal, optimized <laughs> yeah. human Yeah, high be- performance yeah. human being. Off, yeah. off, off stage, yeah. on stage. Like, yeah. yeah, he's, have you interviewed him yet? I've interviewed him Okay, before. yeah. yeah I'll, I can, I'll send you the episode, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, no, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's trying to be like Robo comic. Yeah, dude, he he's just he's killing it. Yeah. Like, uh, he lifted up his shirt one day and like showed like where you uh, punched him, and I was, yeah. I was just like, man, you're just trying to show off your abs. <laughs> oh, well, like, yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Definitely. Yeah. He'd be like, oh man, I'm feeling so fat today. Yeah. And he shows off the abs. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So, how's? Oh, so how about this? So how'd you? Um, what made you move to Seattle? My girl. Girl. Yeah, yeah I did it for love. <laughs> I did it for love, guys. <laughs> I, I graduated earlier this year, and like, uh, me and my girl, I have a connection. So I was just like, she was living up in Seattle. So I was like, ah, oh, might as well just, uh, like, I graduate. I have nothing to do in San. I felt like I outgrew San Diego as okay. far as comedy wise. Mm-hmm. Not saying like I'm better. Like it's just like what what I can, as far as my personal growth. I yeah. think I think I reached my max. And so I was like, you know what? Seattle has a really good scene. It, it was actually kind of the last, like last uh, city on my list that I wanted to go to post school. Yeah, I wanted to go to either Denver or Atlanta. Okay, uh, Atlanta was number one on my oh, list. Okay, why 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 Atlanta? Oh, uh, it costs a living so much cheaper. Okay, yeah. So, and they have a good comedy scene too. And like also. You can get more road work out there, and like since cost of living and everything is much cheaper, I can like be like afford to be like a road comic. Okay. Um, but then uh, my girl, she got, she got this uh, pretty like pretty chill job up here, and she also like gets acting work and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like I didn't want to fuck with her money, so I was like, you know, what? I'll just move up here with you. And then ever since then, I've just been focusing on comedy, and it's been amazing. It's been fun. Nice. Yeah. So, so what'd you go to school for? Screenwriting. Screenwriting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I spent two with that GI Bill money, baby. <laughs> the government paid for it. Got that free education, dude. Uh, yeah. Just uh, screenwriting. Got taught like at first, like I didn't want to uh, do screenwriting at first. Okay. But like I got accepted for screenwriting. Huh. Uh, so I was just like, I'll just do that, and it turned out to be a good decision. Yeah. So I guess how so how is how are you taking that that screenwriting to I guess like to writing are you to writing material or do you also still write like I, scripts? Th- I I I just started writing a new script right now just to. Put it to use, <laughs> like because uh, if it's, it's like if you don't use it, you lose, you lose it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, like for me, it's one, it's an exercise, and two, it's uh, just to give me some in case like something pops off with me. Like if I ever like I, I met this agent or not agent, but a casting director at a comedy festival, and I gave her like some animated shorts I made. Like if I'm ever in that position again, like where I I have something to offer. Okay. So that's why I'm doing it too. Um, 
but like as far as like the skill sets like a lot of like the basic like when coming up with ideas is like the same you just like just free write just throw out a bunch of ideas see what sticks and like the same can be applied for screenwriting and stand up okay what's the I guess, like, what what scripts do you, like, did you write any scripts in school? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you had to. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine you would. Uh, yeah. I was very fortunate, like, like uh, going through my divorce. I was going through a divorce at the time. D- while while, while, while I was in school. And, okay. it, like, it was just so much stress. If it wasn't for my professors being very respectful like, or very accommodating, mm-hmm. like, I don't think I could have graduated on time. Uh and this, because so when I went like through like uh, when I went through my divorce, for for my because there's like three main uh, screenwriting classes you have to take. Mm. Uh, so like one was like one was 420, <laughs> uh, and the other one was 425. So when I was taking 420, um, that that's when the bulk of the divorce was going through. Mm. So I tried to withdraw to, to postpone it for one semester, and the dean of the school denied it. Because like I because I, I wrote down it's like hey like I I'm not I'm going through a divorce right now, and I, I I'm just not able to get this done, and then she denied it and I was like you fucking bitch, Cause she denied it because she's like oh you can't be worried about your grades, what exactly I was like man fuck you, <laughs> but then like the this pro- is a school isn't it? exactly the professor really was super nice about it and she like let me sign a contract where it's like even though the grad the semester was over i had until like october like this ended in april like i had until october to turn in my final script okay uh the thing that sucked about that though was 425 you also have to write a script too and so i was writing like i was basically i was writing one script and uh, preparing to write another different script. Damn. Yeah. So like that was they normally like don't let you do that. Yeah. But I got it done, and uh, and then like um, the second professor, like uh, it burnt me out doing that. Like the so the second professor really understood what I was going through and just let me turn in half a script. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was very fortunate to 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 get that. So that that's how I was able to graduate. Nice. So I guess with with that background in screenwriting, like how is that? Does does that like change the way, or how how did that change the way that you look at? I guess like films or like I guess TV. Does that does that give it, like a better understanding? It like it does. It, like well, like I try to. I try to vi- like when I see films or TV, TV. I try to like visualize how it's written. Mm, okay. Like, like basically, it's like how, how they like we wrote. We, uh, we read one of my classes. We read the pilot to Breaking Bad. Okay. And like the way they described it, like was like verbatim to like how the the final one came out, the final product, and uh, just being able to write like that, write suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's what I'm just trying to do right now. Actually, I'm not even trying to write suspenseful. I'm just trying to write a comedy. Okay. And I'm just trying to make it as simple as possible. Okay, so then when you see, like, when you see, like, comedy movies, like, or, like, what comedy movies, like, stand out to you in terms of, like, scripts? Um, 
I don't know. Like, don't know? Or no. just like, what comedy movies do you find funny? Yeah. Like, like I, I was just watching, uh, we, me and my girl, we just started watching Don't Be a Menace to South Central. Central while drinking juice in the yeah, hood. Yeah. That, that movie. Hurry up and bye. <laughs> I feel sorry for your mother. <laughs> what you say about my mama? <laughs> like, so I, do we have a problem? <laughs> we were just watching that the other night. Yeah. And it's like, like 20 years later, it's, oh, man, it's still, still stands yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, so, and then like, we, we also watch a uh, Chappelle show. Oh yeah. That's like, yeah. I mean, even though it's, it's not really a screenwriting, it's more sketch comedy. Yeah. Like, like that, those are the stuff that like, man, they pushed it. Like, yeah. uh, like it was yeah. funny. Like, it's genuinely funny. Oh man, yeah. So and that's what that's that's what comedy for me is. It's like is it funny? Like, I feel like uh, you don't have to be offensive, but being offended is like for comedy. It's like why? Like why are you offended? Yeah. Like uh, they're going for like what's funny. Yeah. No. Uh, like yeah. the whole PC culture. Like. Yeah. I th- yeah. This is a topic that gets like brought up a lot, but I guess like, yeah. Can you think of something that would offend you? Um, no, like yeah, I'm yeah. a comic. Yeah, no, no I'm I, <laughs> like, like that, that's what, that's I'm, why I, I'm pretty much on the same thing. Like, man, what would offend him? Like, mm, like, like, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, if, if you're a comic, like, why are you offended? You're like, you're mm. like, I hate when, I hate when comics get offended. Like, it's just, it bothers me so much. It's just yeah. like, man, you're a comic. I guess you're not a comic. Then, <laughs> if you get offended, like. Yeah, it, yeah, no, I'm really scratching my head. It's like, man, like, I don't know how offensive. Like, even even if yeah. it wasn't like the way I look at it, like, it, it, if it comes off offensive, it just wasn't funny enough. Yeah, then then there's just bad joke telling. It's just bad joke. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, he bombed that. Like, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, back to your like first one, the guy that was trying to say the n word, like mm. over there. Yeah, yeah, he totally bombed. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Oh, was it offensive? Yeah, it was offensive that he would bring this bad joke. Like that's what I find offensive: bad joke telling. <laughs> bad joke telling. Yeah, get the fuck get, out get of the here fuck off that. our stage. <laughs> yeah, like uh, what was it? Uh, I was just watching a clip from Chappelle last night, mm-hmm. and, he, and he, like it was like the Laugh Factory clip. Oh like, yeah, like, with the, t- yeah with Kramer. He talks about Kramer. Yeah, he's just like talking about a chocolate phone. Like <laughs> he, he was just like he talking about like that's when I learned that I'm twenty percent human or twenty I forget twenty percent black, eighty percent comedian. Or it's like you know the black part of me was just like man that's that's messed up that's that's fucked up. Yeah. Comedian's like hmm he's having a bad set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah man Chappelle show yeah there was there's just so many. Yeah, so, so so many good things. Yeah, that like one, one one sketch I always remember is that uh, the World Series of Dice. Oh my god, uh, I just saw that again. I know I saw it again. I was like, about oh, to go from so ashy good. to classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my my woman gonna kill me. <laughs> that better not be my money out my goddamn purse. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get his ass. And then like yeah, just like you know Bill Burr. Like, yeah, just that. like yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. it's okay. I already hid my. I already I, hid my keys up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, as most games are, this has been <laughs> interrupted by Thug Quincy or Quills. Oh, uh, what's yeah. his name? Uh, I forget. But yeah. like, it's just it's like you're gonna have to take the money from me. Okay. Oh, it, oh, you got to shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was Leonard Washington. Yeah, yeah. Leonard Washington. Well, Leonard like, Washington. Where am I from? A little town called None of Your Damn Business. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bought my mama a house, and I spent the rest of it on PCP. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Ed, oh, wait. What's or Eddie, no, Eddie, Eddie Griffin. Eddie, Eddie Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, yeah, Eddie Griffin's yeah. character. Grits and gravy. <laughs> Grits and gravy. <laughs> Grits and gravy. <laughs> Grits and gravy, baby. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> what you know about seven? <laughs> Man, that was such a Boy, you must be the goddamn devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That's so good. I even, I even remember um, Chappelle's show. I think a season one had this, like, talking about bits that, that or sketches that they didn't use. Yeah. Like uh, the Nelson Mandela skit. Do you remember that one? Uh, I remember v- vaguely. It was like Nelson Mandela run, run, running a boot camp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I think, I think you smoked my weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else? Uh, like what the 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 hater time. Ah, uh, yeah, hater back. time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they shoot a slave owner. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's only funny to me and my buddy Neil. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, Neil Brennan. Yeah, Neil Brennan. Yeah. And the... <laughs> I, or... I I like. Uh, I wish I, I hung out at the comedy store more uh, when I was in L.A. Like mm-hmm. I went there from time to time. Yeah. But like the, like uh, Chappelle would pop in and just yeah. do like do a set like and just be on stage. And one night, he and Neil Brennan shared the stage. Yeah. And then he straight up told Neil, he was just like, I don't think I've ever admitted this publicly, but I'm sorry for what happened. (laughs) And, like, that was one... And then they both got off stage. Yeah. Like, that was one... Like, like those are moments where I'm like, fuck, I wish I I hung out at the comedy store more. Mm. Yeah. Let's see, so... Oh, uh, what... I guess what comedy specials have you seen like recently that stick out of memory? It's hard for honestly. Stick it's out hard, memory. Yeah. It's hard for me to watch yeah. specials. Okay. Because I, I prefer the live experience. Okay. Because I feel that the live experience, like the the comedy, like the central or not the comedy central, but the specials themselves don't capture that comic mm. true truthfully mm. because it's like it's a it's a structured set and I prefer comics like in their natural in their natural <laughs> and, habitat yeah, like, you know, like a documentary voice yeah, yeah. Like, in the natural habitat of the <laughs> <Yeah>. comedy store <laughs> but like Look, that's because like uh was like like chris D'Elia. like okay. i'm a huge fan of chris D'Elia yeah because he kills on stage every single time yeah but like when like his specials don't represent what he does like like so when people like from the midwest mm-hmm. they they see like these comics yeah. like oh like I don't like that special because I, I don't really like his material like no you just haven't seen him live yeah like he kills like mm, okay. stuff like that yeah so it's hard to get that yeah it, what, one of my favorites it's hard to get that translation I guess one yeah. comic that I got into after I started uh, comedy was Anthony Jeselnik oh okay because so after huh after because like because yeah. at first before I, before I did comedy I was like yeah. I don't like Anthony Jeselnik yeah. but then when when I started watching his special I'm like oh he's an amazing joke writer yeah like he taught me how to like I mean he didn't teach me personally but just watching yeah his, just seeing how he does jokes it's, it's like yeah. oh he taught me joke structure yeah like uh, and it's just like, it, it, like he's one of my favorites now okay yeah so I guess like what was like what, what? What was the difference in viewpoint? Just like seeing how he, how he like, like executed ba- the jokes, or like, uh, like the economy of words, yeah, being very specific, being able to paint a picture, but like still like deliver like a like a joke mm. each time. Like where basically like uh, what what I took from him is like the funniest word has to be the last word. 
Mm, I see. So, and like with your strongest point. Yeah. Like from there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no. cause that's where the punch, cause like he, he takes you through this rabbit hole and then like at the very last second, that's where he makes a left turn. And then that's where it's fucking hilarious. That's true. Yeah. Cause he, he is real economical, but in doing so, yeah, he's also good at the long form where yeah. it's like, Oh, where's he going? And like, Oh, ends, ends. Yeah, at and the, still ends yeah. on, a, on a, it's, it's like that maze when you're like, yeah. man, where, where are we going with this? And like, Oh, it, it ends in laughter. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I guess, like, what uh, what other comics like do you get inspired by, like that you haven't mentioned yet? Um, yeah. I say I already mentioned Chris D'Elia. Yeah. yeah one one that yeah. like uh, really inspired me, like when I was going through my manic episode, was Brody Stevens. Rest in peace. Oh yeah. Today is the 18th, right? Yeah, August 18th. Yeah, yeah. like eight one eight day. Rest in peace, Brody Stevens. Like he was this. Uh, he was just like this special. Like he just go on for, like. On the comedies, like at the comedy store every Saturday night, he would close out the, like the main room show, mm. and he would go from fifteen minutes to an hour, like he just goes, and it, like everything is connected. He was all about positive energy. Unfortunately, earlier this year he committed suicide, mm-hmm. uh, and like I like he just inspired me, like just to be a positive person, just like put out positive vibes. Uh, so he, he he's one that inspired me. He has a special on Amazon Prime right now. It, like it it captures what like what he does at the comedy store. I would say like like it's not like it doesn't stand up to like actual stand up. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to not to say that it's not stand up, but like for like what he represented, like that's the best version of him. Got it. That, I guess you know how I was saying like how like the like the. Comedy specials don't really represent that particular comic. Yeah. For Brody Stevens special, it represented Brody. Yeah. So okay. that, that, yeah. Like, like, okay. So like, let's say like, what do you think? Like, oh, what, there, there's another comic. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Russell Hicks. Russell Hicks. He not. I don't think I'm familiar with. No, no, no. Hicks. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like he's a San Diego guy, but he like he he moved to L.A. Then he moved to England. He is literally like the best crowd work. Com- okay. Comic. Russell Hicks okay. on the planet. Like, uh, right now, he's releasing on his YouTube channel, like, every show he does, because it's all different. Because it's all crowd work. It's all crowd work. Okay. And, like, I basically, like, I watch so much of his crowd work that, like, I learned, like, I picked up on things. Like, he he taught me that, like, you can, like, if someone heckles, like, you don't have to, like, go in on them hard. Yeah. Like, you can use what they say, like, even if it wasn't funny and it just disrupts the show. Yeah. You can use it as a callback yeah, later on. Yeah, it's like a, some verbal judo in yeah, that kind of it, sense. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And, like, basically what he does is just juggle. Yeah. Like, he just does crowd work and he's just juggling everything. Okay. So, it, it's, Russell Hicks is actually one of the, like, people that like that i love and then just current comics right now uh that i've worked with from san diego that that are killing in la brian simpson yeah um derek poston uh asana mod uh what else craig Connett, taylor or uh fucking ron taylor yeah those are just guys that like that stand out to me that 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 are killing it that you guys should definitely know who they are Nice. So I guess like, well, back to crowd work, like what's your, um, like, do you do crowd work or like what's your like thought process I love on crowd that? work. Okay. Well, like R- Russell Hicks taught me like what you can do with crowd work. Okay. And I just love it. It's so fun. Like, cause yeah. like not every time, like, like you don't have to like go hard on 
like because that that's why I say like uh, like with specials like it doesn't represent like the live experience and yeah. I just lo- I love the okay. live experience I love being present on stage yeah and just being able to go with the flow okay yeah yeah because it's hard to capture I see what you mean it's like it's hard to capture that kind of energy yeah in, into that sense yeah, yeah. It, it is it is an atmosphere yeah like but, from there like uh, last Monday I was at uh, Tony V's in Everett. Okay. And like I basically like I I opened up my set by just riffing because like I was brought up. Speaking of ass play, give it up for yeah. Mike Devore. <laughs> and yeah. like and I just kind of like went with a southern accent like y'all in the <laughs> y'all in the ass play. <laughs> like and then then yeah. like it just went like I have the audio. Yeah. Uh, but like there's this heckler like this guy that's been heckling all night. He was actually polite during my set. But like the topic of like where I'm from, San Diego got brought up, and someone when I said San Diego, <laughs> some lady in the back was like blah, blah, and then I just used yeah. that the entire time. I'm like, what do you mean blah? I'm from yeah. the south. I'm from San Diego. Like, yeah. I, I, and I just yeah. for five minutes straight was just straight riffing. Yeah, and just used her as the, the punching bag, mm. and everything she threw at me, like I just judo tossed it back. Yeah, just 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 utilizing it. I yeah. think I think that's one of the keys. Especially, I think when it comes to riffing, it's almost like it, it it is juggling. It's like I feel like if you stop and then you let the ball, you let whatever you're juggling fall. Yeah, you almost have to keep that momentum going, yep. no yeah. matter like how, no matter how. I think that's the thing. Some people like think too much. Yeah, when, when they're when they're riffing, when like you know, you just gotta just go with you just it. Just go, go with it. trust your yeah. instincts. Yeah, that's why uh, I, I told Pedro. It's like trust his. In- he's he's gen- yeah. he's genuinely funny. Yeah, just trust his instincts. Like yeah. he's a good dude. He's a funny dude. Yeah. So. Oh no! Yeah, I remember. Like, well, just talking to him. Yeah, he's he's like a, it's but it's almost the sense where, almost too much thoughtfulness can stop your process. Yeah. In terms of that sense, but yeah, okay. Like, what's uh, <laughs> other than you know the, um, almost like getting to a fight at a gay bar? Like, what other like heckle, see uh, or memories there, you have? There's that? two uh, that come to mind, and they're actually at the same place. Okay. One of them, which kind of caused me to have a fallout with uh the producer of that show uh the first time like i just got heckled so bad that like i had i lost my mind mm. like i just i just lost it on that because like i was i was probably two three years into comedy um and i'm still learning this whole thing but i was like two three years in we're all still learning yeah, yeah we're all still learning and like everything everything i tried to do to, to manage that heckler like just wouldn't work and like I just told her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then like I lost the crowd and like yeah. I, I, and so I st- I I waited like a year to go back and then eventually like I uh, like I, uh, I overcame it. But then it wasn't until last year I went back and like the one thing I don't like about comedy is like when people pay you you're not allowed to fail. Mm. Like okay. like because to me it's like that that's that's one thing that I. That that I I have trouble accepting. Yeah. Because I get it. They're paying you. They're paying you to be funny, but like, you're also like, why why can't we take chances? Yeah. Like you're uh, also human. Yeah. Yeah, you're also human. Yeah. So, I purposely. I mean, I wasn't purposely, but like, I, I was getting heckled again. Yeah. And I was just engaging with her the entire time. It was like a twenty minute set, and I spent like fifteen minutes on her, and like none of it was funny. And in the last five minutes, I just did my material, and it worked. And then like. The like what, this one audience member, she, he was just like, "You were funny, like, like why didn't you just do your material the entire time?" Like after after my set, yeah. I'm like, "This is like I, I said, like this is 
dude, like it's not like my canvas, but it's like this is just one set in my journey. Yeah. Like, like it's not like oh this is gonna define you. Yeah, this is the, not this yeah. is not, like, this, like this is like uh, I because what I was trying to do I was trying to uh, one like try to like find something that where she says something and then like just turn it back on her. Yeah. But two, I was also trying to see how far can I dig myself into a hole. Yeah. And get myself out of. Yeah, and work your way out of it. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's and then the the next night like because that that producer books a couple of shows each night. The, the following night she told me she was like hey after you're set the the bucket which is like the tip the bucket she was like it was a little light after my set <laughs> and that pissed me off because yeah. like to to be fair i remember this the two or three comics uh that went up before me including her they did not do well either mm. Like I remember that for a fact. Like I'm yeah. not just bullshitting. Like, I was like, oh yeah, you guys, you guys struggle too. But the, to to say that to me, like yeah. uh, I was just like, not that like I'm anybody, but like to say that to somebody is like, hey, the the bucket. So that night when she like after that, after the show, like after the Saturday night show, like I just told her to keep her money. Mm. Like that, like just keep your money. Like I don't want your money. Yeah. Like, if you're, like if you're if that's gonna be, and she's like, well, you are a funny person, but just. Just so you know, and I and I apologized to her, and she was like, "Yeah, we're just gonna like wait. We're just gonna like." And then she she said that like the the owner of the club like didn't or the the venue didn't want me back, so I'm just like, "All right, whatever." Mm. And that's just that, so that that's part of the reason why it's like I'm kind of done with San, like not I'm not done with San Diego, but it's like I feel like I, I reached my plateau of like what I can grow from there. Hmm. Yeah, I guess yeah, it is an interesting kind of kind of art form in that kind of regard where it's it really is all based or almost solely based on like how the audience reacts to it right? yeah it's like if you're a band and you're a crappy band then or it's yeah. kind of like well, the yeah. way i look about it is like like, like jujitsu oh yeah it's like uh, how do you get better by failing yeah exactly like, like if, you're, if you're afraid of trying then you're not getting any better yeah like, or trying yeah. something new whatever yeah. like uh like how, how are you supposed to grow yeah and that's that. That's just my so like, that's why I find open mics the most freeing form yeah. of comedy. Yeah. Because it's like there's there's nothing you can't say. Yeah. Like uh, I mean obviously like and that's one thing I'm worried about up here in the Pacific Northwest, is like if I say something too offensive, like quotation. Yeah. Like but we're at an open mic. Yeah. Like uh, why can't we fail at an open mic? Yeah. Um. And I'm I'm just tr- I'm what I'm trying to learn and like as far as this is a comedy goal I'm trying to learn to be as free as I can be on stage yeah as if I'm, I was doing an open mic mm. that's that's in terms my of comfort kind of thing. comfort yeah. that that's my yeah. main goal because yeah. I feel that's when I'm at my best mm. yeah no I definitely see like the the parallels for sure like especially like in in terms of fighting it's like. Uh, I mean, not necessarily trying stuff out, but yeah, you have to, like, you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable position to get to get any kind of growth. Yeah, like from kind of there. So yeah, like, I know, like, and it's a yeah, it's an art form. You gotta, you have to explore it. Yeah, you know, from there. And if you just think about it in like a box kind of sense, then you're you're never gonna get anywhere. Yeah, and that kind of if you're never if you're if you're never gonna take any risk, you're not gonna you're not gonna get any more out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a car alarm. But yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there goes the neighborhood. But, uh, 
Oh, by the way, like they're, yeah. they're doing construction right there. Yes. I was just like, ain't no fucking street gonna stop me from doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming through right yeah. now. Right now. I'm coming. I, I know it's so convenient. It's like right on the. the well, because yeah. you have to go. You have to loop around. Yeah, you have to loop it. all the way around. Whereas if that wasn't there, it would be very simple to get. It, it would save you two minutes. <laughs> yes, a whole two minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, but this, I mean, this neighborhood I live in is is, is a maze. Yeah, it is, it it's, is. It's like all the houses kind of look the same and all the turns kind of like go around and I was ju- I was yeah. just thinking, it's like, what if like, how would you, remember like before GPS, like you had a map quest yeah. and everything? Yeah, oh man, there's a lot of, yeah, yeah. yeah just like looking, yeah, like, it's a lot of directions. You have to print out the paper? Yes. I do remember map quest and you could tell like how long a trip was going to be yeah. with like how many instructions there were. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh crap, it's a two-pager trip. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, map quotes. But okay. So let's let's see. Talk about crowd work. Talk about heckling. Talks about like comfortable voice. I guess like when when you think about I I guess like your your voice. You know, like true true to you are. It's almost yeah. It's almost like uncovering yourself, right? Yeah. So how is um. I guess what what have been, what has been some difficulty in terms of like, I guess like figuring out your true self because it's almost like everyone kind of operates in a little bit of a mask. It's yeah? uh, it like it, it's what I've been saying earlier where I talk about like I'm I'm trust I'm learning how to talk in this new voice. Yeah, I, the way I look at it, it's like I'm slowly revealing. Yeah, like myself like mm-hmm. i used to talk about myself on stage a lot like uh like oh this is what you know i'm married blah 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 like uh this is the thing that happened to me and i still kind of do in a sense yeah but like lately I, like the the new direction i want to go as far as like revealing myself it's just i just want to go for what's funny yeah like i just want to go with like what's the funniest thing can i say or what's the funniest thing i can write or what i think is the funniest and then hopefully the audience agrees with me. Yeah. And like, I've been slowly learning. So it's basically like pulling a mask, like slowly pulling a mask off to, to get to that comfort level. If, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. No, 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 that it's almost, yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. It's like pulling the mask off. Like what you find funny yeah. uh, about yourself. And yeah, that's the thing. It's almost, yeah, it's almost, yeah. Cause it's a different thing when you're trying to find, when you're trying to figure out like what other people find funny and when you, when you personally try to find funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, and it also goes back to like, I don't want to like, I just don't want to be a comic like who has like a, like who, who just has like a, a safe set that he can perform at. Every yeah. Like, not, not, not try risk. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not try risk. And it's like, no, like I want to like, I want to be as authentic as possible and hopefully that like leads leads to something, if that makes sense. Like yeah, yeah, no, because I think a lot a lot of like with other comics I talk to like they, yeah Jesse for example he talks about trying to find his voice as well and it's he will yeah well that's the thing well that's what we're all like trying to yeah. work on like from there and I, and I'm I'm sure but it's just yeah it's just a matter of it's not like yeah he, it's not like oh one day we'll, oh I'm gonna find it and there's my voice it's a process yeah, it's, a, it's, it's like a, a process. it's a whole journey of uncovering it. It, it, like it took there. it took me yeah. five years to get to this point. Yeah, like uh, with with what I want to r- write about. But they said Bill Burr, like he said, like he used to write clean, and then one day he was just like, "No, I want to stay true to myself," and that's how he became Bill Burr. <laughs> Can you imagine Bill Burr writing clean? Yeah, right. <laughs> ah, saw the other. I, I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm just trying to think of like what a clean Bill Burr said. Well, yeah, so I was uh. 
I was at the bagel factory the other day. <laughs> yeah. like, Can you get some cream cheese? What do you mean you had a cream cheese? That's like the worst Bill Burr yeah. impression. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I I love his bit about talking about how he was at a sandwich shop and then and then uh, so he's talking about how all the things are getting automated. How uh-huh. it's like, oh, I, oh, I like some mayonnaise on my sandwich. Like, oh, the mayonnaise it's over there. I'm like, yeah, but I want you to put the mayonnaise on my sandwich. Like, <laughs> guy who pays for the sandwich, guy who makes the sandwich. Uh, what is so hard about? That's funny. I was like, do you recognize who I am? No, because I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's well, good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I just remember that bit. But um, okay. What about? Hmm. Let's see. I'm here all day. You're here all day, man. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just thinking. Oh, what kind of got? But yeah. So when it comes, let's say okay, you are make. Let's say you're making like a comedy special. Like how? Like what things are missing? Do you feel from current comedy specials that about the energy? Like how do you? How would you try? To, to capture that comedic energy that yeah uh, can it even be captured yeah. I, I, well yeah it, it can be captured as to like how I, like I don't know how it would be yeah uh, the way I thought about it like if, if I ever did a special I kind of wanted I thought like I thought about this and I kind of want to do it like not like, as a documentary but the best special I saw in a while. Uh, that captured like that particular person was Adam Sandler's ah hundred like, like certified yes. fresh yeah that one was like the best like like it it just encapsulates encapsulates that's interesting because it's it's him and like a lot of different it's, yeah and that's yeah. what that's what I would like oh to, you want that multi layered yeah okay. like 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 where like uh just like themes and everything like yeah. I think that like that's a very unique special that like mm. uh, that I find. That resonated with me. Mm. That's something I would like to create. Because mm. cause I feel like uh, yeah. everyone has specials. Like, and I'm not even ready to shoot. Like, yeah. I, if anything, if I were to drop an album, it would be a mixtape. Yeah. Like, just a bunch of, like, uh, some of my material and some of the riffs that I have. And put some music around it. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, or some yeah. sketches. Yeah. I guess, oh, have you thought of any, uh, what sketch ideas have you thought of? I've, like, me and, me and my girl, last year we competed in this, like, 48-hour sketch competition. Okay. And the premise was, like, uh, they like, she adopts a dog, but, but it's me playing the dog. <laughs> and we just, like, it starts off, like, just, like, uh, typical things you do with a dog. You mm-hmm. rub its belly, you take it to a park, it sees a squirrel, take it on a car ride. And as it's going on a car ride, she gets pulled over because she's black. Black, yeah. And, and then, like, she, the officer shoots her. <laughs> and then it becomes a Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, like, yeah. and, and then, like, uh, the dog, me, goes on trial. And, like, uh, and they're, like, and puts the cop behind bars. Yeah. And then they're, like, well, like, why do you think it, like... Why do you think it took so long to put bring justice? I'm like, well, I'm a talking dog, and America <laughs> loves dogs. <laughs> so like that, yeah. like th- those are the type of sketches I want to keep writing. Okay. And then I also like for the longest uh, earlier this year uh, until like April, I would create these daily animated shorts using PowerPoint. Okay. On my Instagram, I haven't done it since I moved up here, just because I don't have all my equipment yet. 
Oh yeah, still, still, in still, transition. still in transit still in for transit. three months later. Damn. Uh, yeah. But like I, I use I, I create animated shorts and I just create them the day of. Okay. Like I don't know. I go in not knowing what I'm gonna make, and I just create. Like it takes about three. Well, it used to take three or four hours a day just to crank them out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it would take now, just because I haven't done it in a while. But I, I want to get back to doing that, creating content again. Okay. I guess like so. Other other than like comedy, like what else do you like to do? I watch a lot of Twitch. A lot, of t- a lot of Twitch. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, well, that's what I used to. Because uh, I also wanted to. Do, yeah, I also did like Twitch. Live, oh, you yeah, did Twitch. Yeah, okay. I did Twitch. I used yeah. to play uh, Super Mario Maker. Okay, Super Mario Maker. Okay. Yeah, and I, I've been watching a lot of. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Mario Maker Two. Okay. As well as PUBG. Oh, PUBG. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, what what about Mario Maker? Like me. It's just well, like it's a. It's such a like I mean everyone knows Mario yeah and it's just like so easy to pick up. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, like a lot of the levels that I've been seeing like are fucking super difficult. Yes, but like the when when I did it like I was just like yeah just go ahead and submit the levels. If it's too hard, I won't play it. But like <laughs> if, if it's at least achievable, I'll play it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just like you know brings back uh, old feelings about like playing Super Mario World and all that stuff. So I just I just love watching it. Just lo- like watching it, and then yeah, because and just like playing the pl- like the platformer is such a like interesting genre. Yeah. Like it, in terms of that, because it's really it really is it's so simple. Yeah. Kind of thing, but what the difficulty lies in like how it's all constructed. But okay, have you did you ever play the game uh, Super Meat Boy? I've seen. I've played a little bit. Like I've like, yeah. like, but that looks ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's like, just, well, I think it's just designed to be a speed run and everything. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's, but it's so weird how games are almost being designed for almost like a meta kind of. Like how fast can you beat it? Like yeah, exactly for those kind of meta things. Or like oh, how well can this be live streamed? Yeah, you know, isn't it's kind of interesting how game design is kind of going towards that. Well, that that's yeah. just where that's just where it's headed. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just uh, games. Like I don't know. Like all these like battle royale, all yep. these like MOBA games. Yep. You know? It's it's interesting just how the trends happen. Yeah, and it's yeah. just so and it's crazy because it's like well, I think like. I hate to admit it, but like, like now I'm getting old. Like a lot of these, like uh, all these kids these uh, days. Dude, it was yeah. funny because I remember, like, yeah. with my nephews, I would, I would fuck them up in Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. like, and then now they they fuck me up in Fortnite, and like yeah. I can't, cause I can't build a ramp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cause the day is, the well, game's different now. I, I think yeah. about the, like I think part of the reason that they that they know how to do all that stuff is because they were trained with Minecraft. Yeah. Like yeah. they're no, but it's you know yeah, can def it's almost well. Video gaming is an art, and you can see how the art has changed. It has like, evolved like from years. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah like, All like, the Minecraft kids did. Of course, they would take that. Yeah, and craft that there. But yeah, but yeah, you're right with the whole like. And I just, it's so crazy how like money is so like influenced on everything. Yes, like bottom dollar, like bottom dollar, everything is just influenced by money. Yeah. Like, like they put out a free game, but then they'll they'll pay streamers. 
shit tons of money to play their game. Yeah. Just like it's advertisement. Exactly. And it's like, dude, like, it's free, but is it really free? Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. you're being influenced. That's why they're called influencers. Influencers, yeah. Like to it's like, oh, this person's organically he, he organically built up his channel. He yeah. like uh, not not to say anything about you, but like eventually yeah. you'll hopefully you'll you'll get to a follow a bunch of followers. Yeah. And then like an, 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 I'm ready to sell it right now. <laughs> and then CAA yeah. comes yeah. through and then yeah. like they have influence over you. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yes. you know CAA, like the agencies? No. Like, uh, oh, like the Hollywood agencies. Okay. Like okay. Uh, CAA, WMEING. Uh, okay, like, yes. Like, they, they, and this is my, con- not not conspiracy theory. Kind but, of real theory. Yeah. But this is real theory. Yeah. It's that, like, a lot of the stuff that people enjoy that they think is organic, the top dogs. It's, it's all catered. It's yeah. all catered because yeah. they're controlled by agencies. Yeah. And yeah. I, and then, I know it's now, now it's like the hipster way of like catering or of a uh, construct. Cause it used to be, you know, it used to all be television, but now it's like a different, now, now because kind of media. Cause, yeah. cause a lot, like a lot of people are straying away from television yeah. and movies. So, so like they need to find a way to like influence, like, uh, like to get their reach somehow. Exactly. So that, they make it look like what looks like a grassroots operation. Yeah. yeah. So like, which might be this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it might be yeah. like, uh, Nothing wrong with that. Like when yeah. I remember when I was in LA, uh, one of the agents like, there was like this eight, like there's like this pinwheel of like ways to make money off your clients. Yeah, like, books, movies, uh, like touring, like uh, like podcasting. Yeah, like so that's that's what they that that's what they look at for like, at you as an artist. It's like how can I, how can we make money off of you? Yeah, and it's so crazy to see like how everything is just influenced by money and it's like no one yep and i don't know like i feel like i'm very fortunate to be in a position where i'm not ruled like by money yeah like i i'm very fortunate that i can do whatever i want to do right now at at this moment in time like i'm very fortunate yeah because it's that yeah it really comes down to that kind of control over what your output is yeah you know like or in this like for example like people like like who work like a nine to five job 40 hours a week and they hate it but they don't want to pursue their passions because yeah like that job that they have is very cush yes and like they like their lifestyle and it's like you're not free yeah you're you're, you're working for somebody else yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and another thing too is like it's that trade-off that yeah they're making yeah yeah i don't know i just i just i, I just hate that <laughs> and i'm just like i'm just very fortunate to be in a position where like i, I don't have like i'm I'm free to move. Yeah. I'm free to go to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I think that, yeah, that freedom, that freedom of time is so important that a lot mm-hmm. of people, I mean, like you said, it's like what seems like a good opportunity, like career wise, really is just like, it's just kind of a setup to lure you in. Yeah. You know, it's, oh man, that this does sound like a conspiracy thing. Yeah, right. That's what the man wants. That's you what to the think, man, man. It, it, But it's true. It's true. It's true. It's like the reason, well, because I just think about, you know, like we're here in Seattle. There's a lot of tech work, yep. right? And yeah, a lot of people, you know, oh yeah, these tech people, or people, tech companies, they make all this money. I'm like, yeah, but it's just like 
it's just like anything. It's like, all right, think of like NFL. Think of like the NBA. Like, yeah, those superstars make a whole bunch of money, but you know who's making the most money? The owners. The owners. Yeah, the owners. yeah exactly. And then you never hear about them. You, you talk about... And, and then the, the ad thing. revenue that they get from the, the deals with the television, exactly. which is CAA, like yeah. with all the agencies. Yep, once again. Yeah, see, yeah. That's all what, the agencies controlling that. That's why like, 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 there's like the, the Tostitos Bowl in college. Like, yeah. Uh, like the orange... You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything... Meanwhile, these college players make nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. Like yeah. it's it's so crazy. Like how everything's an ad. Like yeah. like with the UFC P three yeah. power pack. Yeah. Like, you know how much those fighters get out of that? Nothing. Nothing. All, yeah. all, all, all on the cage. All all on the shorts. Yeah. The, yeah. the shorts they have to wear. Exactly. They have that. They don't have. They have their own sponsors anymore. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it's all about that bottom. Yeah. It's all about that bottom line. And then all when they money. The, yeah. then when they try to unionize, they get bought out. Yeah. Of, oh, how convenient. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. exactly. So. Yeah. So that that's what I'm trying to say. It's like every, money rules everything. Yeah. <laughs> Cash rules everything around me. Cream, but get yeah. the money. Yeah. Still waiting on that DMX album. Yeah, but, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which I would pay for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it's almost... But yeah, I think... It, but when it comes down... Because you know, I thought about... Because you know, I look at through life the same way. I'm like, man, what's the point of you know putting all this time and effort like, for other people when you can put in that time and effort for yourself yep. and then make money like for yourself because if you're not making money for yourself you're making money for somebody else yep exactly that's it exactly yeah. well that's why I want to go back to streaming so that way like like I don't know, just invest in myself again because because yeah. like, it's something I, I do like I watch because like I, I got free time yeah like when I'm not walking my dog yeah um but like uh, it's just something I can build myself for sure I mean, that's just the way I look at any content. I feel like if any content that I do enjoy, like, consuming, I want to try and, like, produce it. Yeah. Like, from there, just to see that, like... Well, that's why I did the animation shorts, because it's, like... Yeah. Like, uh, because, like, I want to get into animation. Like, I don't... I can't draw for shit. Yeah. But, like, I want to write for, like, television. Nice. Uh, So, it's, like, what, what can I do to create content? And it's, oh, yeah, I can... I know PowerPoint really well. That's what I did in the Navy for seven years. Oh damn! Yeah, so like death. Let, oh, death by PowerPoint. Death by PowerPoint. That, that, yeah. make, that makes yeah. sense that way. So it seems like every government job loves PowerPoint. That's yeah, like, exactly. How can we put this in a PowerPoint setting? Yeah, in presentation. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, let me create my own content. Yeah. And that's what, and that's another thing too is like because uh, I, I attended a I was just talking to somebody else about this um, last year last February I attended uh, the West Side comedy competition in LA and Comedy Central had a panel. Okay. And basically what they look for is uh, not because everyone wants to be a famous comedian yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Uh, except for the people listening if they don't want to be a famous comedian. <laughs> but like... You're lying. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, you want to do this. Yeah. But they're not just looking for like people like who can be comedians they're lo- they're looking for content creators mm. so like yeah they- that's such a key word influencer content creator yeah so yeah so like if you can prove if you can show them that you can create something that's when they'll bring you in cuz they're constantly looking for the next idea they're constantly looking for the newest thing so that's just like it's just, i guess that's my that's my advice to comics or anybody it's just like if you want to be famous or if you want to do something in this industry you, you can't just be a comic you have to like be able to be versatile you have to yeah. have, you have to have be able some to, multiple venues yeah you know i mean but that, that's just that's just how it is these days you can't no one's just one thing yeah 
I mean, just look at yeah. I'm mean, pretty much like anyway. There's like there's well, also when there's like so many venues like available, like yeah. why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, okay, but back to the animation thing. Like what? Um, I guess like what animation like influences you? Uh, the Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Like South. Yeah. Well, if you look at it, it's mostly South Park. Mostly South Park. <laughs> like, yeah. It, yeah. It, like um. I fucking love South Park, man. Yeah. Like it's one of my favorite. I think it's the best show. I, I feel that Trey Parker and Matt Stone are the greatest writers of if if t- like I think looking like they won't be recognized until after they're done. Yeah. Like because uh, it's hard to appreciate the work as it's happening now. Exactly. Yeah. But to be able to crank out a new episode every week, like uh, obviously not all of them are gems, but like to be able to create. They can't all be gems. Yeah, they yeah. can't. Yeah. Uh, and that was my philosophy for creating the Death by PowerPoint. It's yeah. they're, they're all not going to be gems, but yeah. every once in a while there's going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the South Park creators, like they, to to be able to do what they do, st- remain on top for about twenty plus years. Yeah, that's insane that's ins- longevity. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. insane. So like that, that's a huge inspiration on me. Yeah. The Rick and Morty guys, like uh, the 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 layer of depth that they go to, they're creating their stories. Because it's not just surface; it's like what really motivates these characters. Yeah. Like there was a story with um, where they talked about the pickle Rick episode. Yes, where like uh, the writers were having trouble coming up with ideas. So like, uh, fucking what's his name, Dan Harmon. Yeah, like just threw out, okay, Rick's a pickle. And what then, are we gonna do with this? Yeah, yeah, like Rick's a pickle, and then yeah. they started thinking, it's like, well, what what would drive Rick to be a pickle? Yeah, and so they were Family able. Family therapy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. like that's. The type of level thinking than they do like that's in depth that I find really going back to the screenwriting thing that that's 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 good writing yeah that's good writing um what other animation uh that's like those are the two that come to mind mind. yeah (laughs) yeah Rick and Moore I just think of the episode when they go into like Rick's battery and it, oh there's a whole, yeah there's a whole civil I, I love, yeah isn't that fucking crazy I thought, yeah I was like oh it's so good and they're like hey isn't that slavery no see they work for each other that's just slavery with more parts <laughs> <laughs> well and another thing too it's like that motivation like yeah. like that like once you realize that your universe is just uh, the sole purpose is just, just to a, be ba- a battery, battery. Yeah. like yeah like, do you tell the masses, and yeah. cause, or do you keep that secret to yourself? Yeah, that that's like um, that's the level of like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> and that's so good. And then they enter like another pocket universe. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. I like the one yeah. where they uh, they did the episode where it what they, they didn't follow the original Rick and Morty, but they followed like a bunch of different. Oh, uh, was that the one when they leave Jerry? Oh wait, no, no, so the, the one where like the president election. Oh, that one. I think that was their best episode. Okay, like yeah. uh, I can't describe it, but <laughs> just look it up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but no, it's just so good. Or of course, the episode when it's the parasites that oh that yeah, think that they yeah that yeah, yeah. Been that, that's a good one yeah. Mr. Poopy Butthole says he's sorry you don't have any bad memories of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets shot and he's yeah. real. Yeah. It's like, oh no. That's funny. That's a good one. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. There is. Or just the, um, I think, was it the first season, the one where they ruin their own universe because they make them all monsters? I, yeah, yeah, that was the first episode. Yeah. And, and then yeah. they do a callback to it the yeah. following se- season when they need to get that one another one of those teleporter guns. Yeah. 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 
and then I know it's it's I know continuity and time stream and all that. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like you said, like it's not it's so much it's so much going on more than the surface level. Yeah, like from there. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What are some uh, uh, cartoons that cartoons? That you- let's see. I like like anime. Well, mainly like I remember. Of course, Dragon, you do. Of course, I, do. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like every Asian stereotype. Yeah. I work in a ramen shop. I teach that's martial funny. arts. That's funny. Which I, I, I still gotta anime. check out yeah. your ramen shop. Oh yeah, it's in yeah, it's down in Bellevue. Um, let's see. I, yeah, but Dragon Ball Z for sure a huge influence for me. Yeah, I just like just like fighting. <laughs> yes, yeah, still at this, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, just run, to, just run the dryer. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Yeah. But um, yeah. So yeah, Dragon Ball Z. I liked. I like Teenage Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I like. Oh well, I guess this brings the light. I like a lot of things with violence. I was like, man, violence <laughs> sure is great. <laughs> Power Rangers. Who would have thought? I know. Who would have thought that this that this would corrupt this guy? But um, yeah. Um. Like cartoons I watch, nah, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a good show. That's yeah, a, yeah. It's like, I don't know, just like, yeah, no, I like well SpongeBob, just like the humor in it. Yeah. Like for me, is always like sitting. I'm like, oh, this is still because I can still watch SpongeBob. I'm like, oh yeah, this is still funny. Yeah. Like from here, and I like, I guess yeah, that's like a clean kind of setting. Um, let's see what what other cartoons. That's pretty much the biggest thing. Let's see, I watch. And I like watching a lot of anime that people wouldn't assume I watch. Like, I, w- I watched this one called, um, that was a bunch, what was it, like a silent voice, and then... Do you yeah, have, like, a yeah. subscription to that, uh, what's, like... Oh, Crunchyroll? Crunchyrolls, no. yeah. No, no, I don't. But, um... All right, I took an Amazon studio class yeah. for my last semester. Yeah. And, like, we had to, like, do pitches all the time as far as, like, bring up new ideas. Yeah. And then, like, uh, one person brought up, like, like, yeah, I'd like to create, like, a service that like, just deals all anime. And they're like, hey, that's... Uh, they're like, that's Crunchyroll. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, like, the old adage of, like, oh, how many original ideas are left. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then they also ta- taught us that, like... Uh, he, the professor or the, the teacher, he, he was like the head of production at Amazon Studios. Yeah. Like, we took this class at Amazon Studios. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. So, like, he was saying, like, like he gave us, like, a bunch of, like, uh, log lines, like, which is, like, the summary, a quick summary of the, the show. And we're like, these are horrible log lines. And then he, he proceeded to show us that the shows, the actual, like, trailers for the shows. Oh, shit. And he, yeah. his point was, it's like, hey, even if your idea is shit, someone still might make it. Yeah. Damn. So, you never oh, know. I know, that's true. And it's with, um, I mean, trailer is such a funny thing. Or I guess, funny, that would be the word. It's, it's an interesting concept. It's, yep. Because it's, the way I look at it, it's like a highlight. You know? Yeah. It's, or, because well, I was talking about this, like, yesterday when I was explaining to a friend of mine. Like, highlights of fighters can be deceiving. Because, just because they, just because it, a highlight can look good, but you can make a highlight out of anything and yeah. make it look good. So that's why, like, yeah, you can make like, like a trailer look can look deceiving. Like it could be a great trailer, but the movie could be crappy. You yeah, know, you know what I mean. I get it. Yeah. So I guess like what 
I guess what what was like a ridiculous log line that you remember from Shit, this? I don't really remember. Oh, yeah. actually, no, I remember one. It was uh, like a, a police, like a police precinct okay. uh, that I I don't know the but basically it was a show about a, a police uh, precinct that did musicals. That did musicals. Wow. Yeah. So it was like a it was like a cop. Cop, a cop musical. Like, uh, what's what's the word? Not drama, but like a. Uh, 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 fuck, it's like not a musical. I forget. It's a cop. It was basically a cop musical, and it was just really uh, like not like an opera. Yeah. But like I would opera. Opera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much, it, yeah. it was just like it was one of the, and we saw it, and we we're like, oh my god, this is so bad. Someone paid to make this. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't last an entire season. But what? Yeah. Who'd have thought? The opera didn't. No, it did not. Oh man. But yeah, that that's one that stuck out to, uh, to me. Yeah. Okay. So do, you, so do you live with a bunch of fighters or anything? Or yeah. What? It's like a bunch of fighters and my. My fiance. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then one Australian guy. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's an eclectic crew here at the at the house, but I used to. Yeah. Uh, I, I went to Australia once. Oh yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was fun. Did you go just for? Was it like for the Navy? Navy. Or? Okay. Navy. We we yeah. uh, we pulled into Perth, Australia. Okay. And it was uh, one of the. Be- it was nice because, like, uh, like it. it when when you're in the navy, it's rare to go to Australia. Okay. And like the the master chief was like of the ship, like, like one of the main enlisted guys. Like he's like, I've been in the navy for 20 years, and this is the first time. Oh and, shit! And so me, you I'm know like, it's rare. I, I'm yeah. like, man, I, I'm in, I'm in for two years, <laughs> and I get to go. And I got to, like we uh we didn't get to go twice. Uh, we went one time, but it was one of those experiences where it was really it was basically. We like we had four days, or we had five days of of liberty, which was like free, like basically like free time, kind of days thing. off, days off. And yeah. what was so cool about it, like uh, one of those days, you have to work like, on this ship, you know, because the ship has to be manned. Yeah. But me and my buddies, uh, we had the same duty day on the first day, mm-hmm. so we were able to like rent a hotel from like day two through fifth. Oh, nice. So we stayed off, like we stayed off the uh, ship for those, and we we just cooked our own food and everything. We just barbecued. Oh shit! It was nice, and then I remember like I spent like five hundred, six hundred bucks during that entire time. Okay, yeah. And I felt kind of bad. I'm like, that's a lot of money. And then like, I got back to the ship, and my buddy's like, I spent like fifteen hundred. I'm like, damn, what did you buy? He's like, oh, a prostitute. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> got a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do with the other fourteen ninety nine though? <laughs> but uh, okay, what um? Oh, you ever been to the Philippines? Yeah, I did. Oh, I, I went there like once with the Navy and like okay. a bunch of times as a kid. As a kid. Okay. Uh, but when I was there at the for the Navy, dude, every corner, like every turn we did, like I got ripped off. Yeah. Like the taxi driver tried to rip us off. Yeah. We, we went to a strip club. Like we yeah. weren't trying to go to a strip club. Like this is we're we were just trying to go to a regular club. Yeah. But the, like the taxi driver took us to a strip club. That's yeah. That's typical. And yeah. then, like got ripped off at the strip club. Yeah. Like it was just like every, Manila just wasn't a good uh, experience. No. Yeah. If, you, if you're pretty much if you're like a for, especially like if they know you're a foreigner, these look at you like like a bank account. Yeah. Like, oh, exactly. How much can we take from this? Exactly. Yeah. So like I. I just did not have a good time in yeah. Philippines at yeah. that time. But like when I went there as a kid, like they were fun. That's cool. Where's your, where's your uh, family from in the Philippines? Uh, Tacloban. Tacloban. Yeah. yeah. 
like Yiwan, Summer Leyte Island. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I would ask you, but I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, you, yeah. you could say anything. I'm like, I, oh, yeah. No, so, so, sounds right. No, my, uh, my family is mainly from Manila. Okay. Yeah. So. Were actually, you born there? Or? Yeah, no. So, I was born here, but my mother was a citizen, but my father wasn't. Okay. So, we ended up. Uh, like living there until my dad got his papers. Okay. So, yeah, so, so he doesn't up. have to worry about ice. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, ice. <laughs> ice. If you're listening, if you're listening. Yeah. They're good. Their paperwork's yeah. good. I Paper- seen it. Paperwork's good. But um, yeah. So I grew up. Uh, I grew up in Manila for like the first ten years. Of my okay. Life. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that's. What was yeah. that transition from like living there for the first ten years to America? Yeah, to America. Yes. Good question. It's. It's very so yeah. I my family moved from there to like the Seattle area, so around here. So it was real. The culture shock for sure was different. Like, well, the biggest thing was like just how soft white, uh, soft the culture was. Like American America was because I remember um, myself. I mean, like in uh, when I was going to school, you had to be careful. Yeah, you pretty much had to, you had to watch out because people would just try to jack your lunch yeah. during during lunchtime, and then I was, so I was like over prepared. I'm like, oh man, what, I, like I'm here in America. I'm like, all right, lunch is rolling by. Time to, <laughs> to gotta watch my lunch. It's like, oh, no one's guarding their lunch. I'm like, oh, guess I can just take. And then I just remember like just punching people and getting getting their lunch. So yeah, I remember, I remember that. So transition. so the first ten years were, were training. Yeah, I know. Training. <laughs> You've training been training your entire life. I know. I was. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. I get. I mean, the more I look back on my life, like yeah, there's a lot. Of, I guess this was kind of inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> like, get getting to this point. When's your next amateur fight? I'm trying to fight in September, September 21st. Let me know. I definitely yeah. want to go. Cool. Yeah, I'll for sure. Let you know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> all my life is working towards <laughs> t- t- towards this fighting thing. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's different. I think what's I, what's it like to go into the mindset knowing you're about to go to battle? It's it's a very freeing sense. It's almost it's not quite. I kind of get the same thing, you know, going like up up on set because you have like or you're doing comedy because it's like yeah. all right, who knows what's gonna happen? It's yeah, actually, actually it's pre- it's pretty similar to that because it's like all right, you you have something prepared of like what's happening like from there but then it's like there's all so many things that can happen so i guess the biggest the biggest thing i would say it's similar to like being in the eye in in the eye of a storm because there's so much uh there's so much like stimuli going all around you yeah and you're heading into like a situation where yeah a lot of damage might might happen but you have to be like you're still in that in that moment yeah and then when it's when it's happening it's almost it it is an out-of-body experience because my mind is so focused on just doing on just reacting i don't have time to think yeah in, in that time so yeah i think that's like all these like years get prepared for fights i think that's why in terms of like you know talking and other you know things that involve public speaking it's not it's not that hard like for me because you've been yeah. put through so much other types yeah, so of much other kind of stimuli and then yeah. I, can, I can stimulate that and also i think in a sense like oh talking about like moving from from the philippines to, to, to the states 
I had a very like uh, distinct like stuttering problem, or like speaking English was hard for me. So I think a part of me as a kid still is. No. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> Listen here, white man. But, uh, yeah, so I think a lot of yeah, a lot of like wanting to get better at uh, at talking was was what led me to like just getting better at public presentation or okay. public public speaking nice. like, from there. Well, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much the big thing in, ter- in terms of. Uh, do you like yeah. for your amateur fights? Do you have to wear the headgear and everything? No, you don't wear headgear, but you wear like shin guards. Okay, like from there. Yeah. What's your record? My record, I'm four and three. Not that good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And but yeah, I just do I just do because because I enjoy it. That's but good. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. As long as you're happy. Yeah. Exactly. That's like, uh, and the the and I remember. Um, I was like so concerned about record. And I'm like, what the fuck? It it does it doesn't fucking matter. I'm, I'm doing because I enjoy. I'm doing this for me. Yeah. You know, it's like what. The, is it is it to kids. like is, is it to like test your skills or is it to like like that you just want to fight? Uh both. I want to I want to fight and also want to test my skills and okay. it so it started off as just wanting to fight and then it matured into like oh I do want to test like my skills and want to get better. I think it kind of actually I guess I guess I always did want to test my skills. I just didn't like know how to say it at the time because I was just like an angry kid looking to fight. Like Back as a you know well, well I guess well you back could, as a young gang you could have been the but next yeah. platinum Mike Perry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you thought you had a friend yeah. boy yeah. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> <Just kidding>. yeah <laughs> and that's uh the well you see like that is such a comedic moment yeah like to me and the thing is he's so dead serious yeah like, exactly like, exactly like, well which makes it so good and. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, well, for those of you do, who don't know who Mike Platinum Perry is, man, look look him up. He's just he's a character. He, he, if he was trying to do like, if he knew like what kind of effect he had on people, he'd be a comedic genius. Yeah, but exactly. that's the thing. It's all natural. It's all it's yeah. So I don't know that that's the thing when I see like some characters like it's, you know because MMA just has characters. It's like just, Colby. It's just how it is. Yeah, but. That's such a manufactured. Yeah, oh yeah, it's you're so, right. It's so, okay, yeah. I feel like when I think like I think like the Diaz brothers. Oh you know? yeah, like, yeah, You know, yeah. like in terms of character, like man, those are guys that you would like come up with, like you know, writing wise for like some kind of TV. Yeah. Kind of and you're like, no, there's no way there'd be some guy that would be like that, and yeah, they are. Or like Plat, yeah, Mike Platinum Perry. You feel like he's like some guy's idea. He's like a, he's over like a sitcom version of what you think like <laughs> a, a fighter. fighter would be. <laughs> it's like. It's like, all right, what if he has, you know, like face tattoos and thinks God's he's gift. black? God's <laughs> yeah. gift. Yeah. Tatted. Yeah. What, what what weight class do you fight at? I fight at Bantamweight 135. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, it's <laughs> – but that's, that's the thing. I think also, yeah, fighting has led to, like, a lot of humor, like, for me because that's, some people look at – I mean, I guess it works for them. Like, fighting as, like, a real serious, like, you know, martial thing, like, we are warriors. I'm like, okay, yeah, I kind of subscribe to that. But in the other sense, we're also, it's a real silly thing. Like, yeah. uh, the way, like, it's like, yeah, we're we're in a sport where we lock, we put ourselves in a cage, and we have gloves, and we're hitting each other. So, that's, like, it's kind of a silly idea if you think about it. And then, like, we just go back to our regular daily lives, like, from there. So... And I think that's. I mean, just look at, look at all the silly characters like in MMA. Yeah. Like, I mean, we just mentioned some of them. You know, Colby Covington. Uh, Who else? Let's see. You got Henry Cejudo. Just, oh, triple cringe. Yeah, triple cringe. <laughs> 
cringe, cringe, cringe. Uh, but um, hey, he he knows himself. He, he yeah. he's still successful. Yeah. Chael Sonnen. Uh, he's a like, character. Yeah, just such. Yeah, um, yeah, really, like almost like everyone, the top level. Well, I guess if you know them, is a character. Yeah. Because that's. John Jones is a fabricated character. Yeah. No, that's that, that's an all natural asshole. No, yeah. <laughs> right, right there. You know? or, or when he when he believes in Jesus. Yeah, well, yeah. Only yeah. God can judge me. Yeah, and, <laughs> and also God's the judge. Like, yeah. God's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so can the judge after you know you choke out that stripper. Joke. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, but um, oh, yeah. Or, <laughs> Brend Brendan Schaub. <laughs> Do you, oh, say like say what you will about Brendan Schaub. Yeah. He, he, my buddy's open for him. Derek Poston and Hassan yeah. Ahmad. Yeah. They and like Brendan Shaw takes care of them. Yeah. Like yeah. and like like they help him write stuff. So, yeah. like say what like people like say about him online, or whatever. Yeah. He's actually one of like the super nicest yeah. people. Well, that's the thing. It's so it's easy it's easy to hate if you're not in the, in that position. Yeah. You know, but that, that's how that's why look at any pretty much any hater. Yeah. In that kind of sense, it's like. I feel like it's so easy because it's easy to like not put yourself out there. Yeah, like, exactly. There. I mean, exactly. Whereas we're talking about content creation, you know, that's, I mean, that's what I, that's what a hater, pretty much someone who, it's easy to be a critic on the sidelines. Yep. You know, so just, yeah, you know, you exactly. Put yourself, put yourself exactly. Yeah. So I guess like, what um, speaking of which, like what like what so what motivate like let's say like you're particularly I don't know, particularly down. Like what helps like motivate you to like to get back into medication? Medication, no. <laughs> nice. uh, yeah. Like I don't know the th- there was like a period like where I was just extremely depressed. Like I didn't yeah. want I, I like is, I almost quit comedy. Is that time. is that kind of like is that like normal? Is it kind of like, do you just have these kind of episodes? Or I think this one like was tied into the manic episode I had. Uh, okay. Uh, so and then like also the divorce because like at the time I was like. Well, I was doing comedy. I was pursuing this really hard because I wanted to provide for my family. Yeah. But then when you take it with a family, yeah, it's like, what am I doing this for? Got it. And it's so, like your motivation kind of gets zapped. Exactly. Yeah. So I I had a bunch of gigs lined up, that, like because I was going to quit. Like there's one I was supposed to. I did the North Carolina Comedy Festival this year. Okay. And it, it was going to be my last one. I was going to call it quits after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I went there and I met some pretty dope people and I met the casting producer for America's Got Talent. Oh wow. She was out there and she really liked my stuff and she wants me to submit like she wanted me to submit for like America's Got Talent. Yeah. I never told her this but like I was like I'm not interested in doing the show. Yeah. Because like uh, I don't know I just I don't like that reality show format. Yeah it just Yeah. Well and also too it's like how am I supposed to compete with a uh, blind uh, autistic kid playing the piano? Right. I I just think of that Key and Peel skit one it's like it's I don't know I think it would be like X Factor or something yeah and then the person always has like a sad story it's like it's, oh by the way my mom my mom and dad passed away yeah exactly <laughs> Never knew them exactly yeah. like uh, so like you, you don't have to be talented you just have to have a story yeah uh, so, it's got awesome family members but like I, I met some dope people out there I I met her and like that kind of like re-sparked my so now I know like like I can I I know why I'm doing comedy. It's just uh, for the journey, like uh, the process. Like, yeah. Cause, like there there is no making it. There is no, like, I'm I'm just doing this just to be free. Yeah. It's just it's a p- part of like self-expression, and I love I love performing stand-up. 
Oh no, for sure. I think I think that's a big thing. Like, because when people say, like, "Hey, people have like an idea in their head, like making it." Yeah. It's almost like in my sense, it's like when people say, "Oh yeah, when I retire, that's when this yeah. will happen." Like that's just like a fake benchmark you put in yeah, your mind. Yeah, exactly. It may never even happen. So yep. what's the point of even like waiting? Waiting. Yeah. That's you're just you're, like, just you're just killing years off your life. Yeah, and that, that's why it's always funny because like, if anything, making it that's the that's like the hustler's version of retirement yeah you know like oh it's all gonna be easy I'm like no it's not I, clearly you don't know yeah. that's not that's how that works yeah you know? I feel and I think that's a, I really resonate with that like the journey thing because it's yeah. like what yeah I'm not I'm not in it to like for an easy thing it's yeah. like I do it because it's challenging but I enjoy the process yeah. yeah so it's like making it whatever that means like i just i, I want to make it harder i want to i enjoy the problems i have now yep so like making it's just like oh just more complex set of problems like from there you, you know so, how yeah. good i have it right now you know how good i have it how good do you have it? the like? only problem i have is just my stuff from la hasn't shown up yet. yeah yeah <laughs> that's the only problem i have right yeah. now so like like you know what i mean like uh so so i'm just i'm just focusing on the comedy journey and just trying to get better each day so nice Yep, and I think that's a pretty good synopsis there. Yeah. Log line, if you will. But yeah, any, um, I guess any last words before we end the show? Uh, smoke weed. Every- smoke no. weed. Every- <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no, just live your life, man. Live just your life, like, nice. Fi- find the pursuit of happiness. Do what makes you happy. And it's, it's going to be different for everybody. Uh, yeah. I think that's a big thing. It's like there's almost such a cookie cutter sense of like of how of how people you know go about their lives. They're like, oh, we need like this this and this one's like do you really like yeah it's gonna be unique to anybody you know and and the one thing is it's like a lot of people will say oh it's easier said than done like to be happy but like i i didn't just i i didn't just get here like i i I worked like like i worked my ass off to get to the position where i'm at yeah so it's like yeah like i I, it's still a process it's It's still a process done forever yeah like yeah like so like uh i i had to make sacrifices i i had to like give up certain things <laughs> i had to give up a marriage yeah. to get to this point so yeah. it's like i don't know like are you willing to give up sacrifice certain things to, to pursue happiness so it's easier said than done but yeah it's doable I, well i think the biggest thing is like finding like finding the why or finding like what like why does it matter to you yeah you know because if it if it doesn't if something's like not important to you then you won't do it yeah you know? exactly it's you either find a way or you find a way out. So if you're finding a way out, that means it wasn't that important to you in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, how about this? Let's like pump up your social media. Or, like. Yeah, everything: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is at it's Mike Devore. I T S Mike Devore. Uh, like I, all of my death by powerpoints are on my Instagram. So check those out. I'll probably be starting that back up in a, in a few months. Once my every stuff- computer gets here. Yeah, pretty much, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like that's a everything. A big non shout out to this moving company. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! I can't wait to get my stuff so I can talk so much shit on Yelp. I like I, I I'm not saying anything yet because they still have my shit. Yeah, yeah. But like as soon as my stuff comes in, it is fucking open season. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Watch out! All right, that's been Mike Devore. Thanks everybody. Bye. <laughs>